Hey everyone, today is Friday the 2nd of November 2018. This is Gap episode 443. I'm Luke Laurie, Joe is here. Joe I Gibson. am. It's November. It is November. It's fucking crazy. No, you know what's crazy is last week we recorded on your fucking birthday or some shit, or the day before or whatever, and you didn't mention anything. And I'm just supposed to remember these things, to right. remember when your birthday is, and uh, I didn't wish you a happy birthday, but a happy birthday. Thank you. I, um, I forgot. You forgot. I didn't realize until that night, yeah. <clears throat> it was one of those weeks, I was just bit so busy that, yeah, yeah, I just didn't know what day it was. Well, it makes me feel better about forgetting as well then, I guess. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, last week was well. The last two weeks was like the the Red Dead Redemption Death Week, yeah, and then following that up with PAX. Uh, so yeah, it was like two weeks of just crazy. Um, I got you a present, but then I didn't go to PAX, so I couldn't give it to you. <laughs> Fair enough. Was it some beer? Uh no, it wasn't beer. Uh it was it's something. Oh, I'll, you'll get it when we <clears> see surprise. each other next. I cool. suppose. Uh yeah. Yeah, well, it's a fucking birthday present, dickhead. Uh, of course, it's a surprise. Um, yeah. That's how that works. Yeah, anyway, so, um, yeah, you went to PAX, obviously, and I stayed at home and played Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, nice. Which of us made the better decision? Um, well, I was already at the point where I just about was done with it. But so imagine you hadn't. Imagine you weren't. I that. had a good PAX. Right. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Um okay. So I I actually got home and I got sick on a Tuesday night. So I feel like I was nearly, like I was safe. And then all of a sudden I was like, ah, just kidding. Fuck you. Uh, Um, Tuesday night, like the the throat was like starting to go. And it's only been one of those sort of 24 hour things where on sort of Wednesday, I was like, oh man, yeah, I'm pretty sick. And then Thursday I was starting to feel a bit better um, by the night. And like, I'm fine today. I'm just a bit... Like, my voice is still a bit fucked up and whatnot. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm cool. Anyway, PAX. PAX's last uh, started on Friday. Well, technically, yeah. there was stuff on Thursday night. Um, Bethesda sure. did a a Fallout 76 Reclamation Day party. Um, had, like, a bunch of people show up, um, including some of the talent they had there, like uh, uh, Tim Willits, um, Pete Hines... Um, Rob Whitaker was there again. Um, Your good friend, my good mate. I was. He was sitting UFC at a table. UFC middleweight champion of the world. You had like wh- how the fuck? That's a, if I was the <laughs> UFC anything champion, I would yeah. demand people refer to me as that. Would be my title. It would be not Mister Gilroy. It would be UFC <laughs> probably heavyweight champion. And I wouldn't be obviously. I'm not saying that I could be the champion, but if I were to be in a weight class, I'd be in heavyweight because. Like Mark Hunt, there's no way I'm fucking cutting. Fuck that bullshit. I'll just deal with shit. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. it'll be USC heavyweight champion Joe Gilroy. That's how I would want to be referred to. That's <laughs> how you should refer to your good friend Bobby Whitaker. <laughs> Bobby, yeah, we. Um, I got in there and I grabbed a drink and and um, I was talking to someone I can't remember who. And he fucking come up behind me and gave me a hug. And I'm like, oh, who's that? And I turn around. And he's like, how's it going, mate? And I was like, oh shit, what's going on? <clears throat> um. So we were talking a bit, not a lot though, because he was, there was just tons of people around and, and he just wanted to sort of mingle and, and whatnot. Um, but I saw him around like during the weekend and he was, even before that, he was pretty excited about being there. Like he just, it was the first time he'd been to like a big gaming convention like this and he was just super stoked to have a break again and just yeah. fuck around. 
Um, and I saw him just doing, like, he was on the trivia panel at one stage. Um, saw him, like, roaming the floor, um, uh, doing, like, a bunch of interviews. I saw him do, like, I watched a couple of them, um, like, some mainstream interviews that, oh, <laughs> that yeah. he did. And he was pretty, um, he was pretty reined in. <laughs> like, oh, really? Like, as opposed to, like, talking to him in general, just talk, like, shooting the shit. Yeah, but he knows when he's working. Like he knows when when, when he's he's supposed to be saying the right I things. I feel like they've all they've all got a bit of you know that that sort of media training, right? Yeah, I mean but there are must... people out there that know how to do it, and there's others that just don't don't give a shit. Well, like if you look at speaking of Mark Hunt, right? To go back to the Mark Hunt example, uh, you look at him doing interviews, and he just gives like two word answers. They just be sure. like. Joe Rogan will be like, oh, yeah, that was a really tough fight. You did really well. Did you think you were, you know, he rocked you at one point in the second round. Did you think he was uh, going to finish you? And and Mark Hunt will be like, yeah. And that's it. And then that's like, like, Joe yes. will be like, okay. Because if he talks normally, yeah. Mark Hunt is the loosest kind of life. He will just fucking yeah. light up people. So, uh, yeah, I think that they must all have different strategies. Mark Hunt's strategy is to just not talk at all. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. guess Bobby must be uh, a little uh, more um, media trained. Yeah, from what I understand, or from what he was saying, he's not like a big talker in the ring, or, or, or so the the octagon, and um, yeah. or even just like trash talking. It's just not his style, but right. he trash talks quite a lot in video games. From what he was telling me, right. um, so and he seems to be pretty well media trained. Like he he seems to be a good interview. Um, but yeah, I saw him a bunch on the weekend. He looked like he was having a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, that was cool. the sort of Fallout party. That was that was sort of kicking off Thursday night. Um, the most fun anyone will have with Fallout. <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week, at least. This last week. Um, which we'll get to a bit later. Sure. And, uh, and then, yeah, so Friday packs kicked off. Um, I didn't go super hard that, that Thursday night. Like, I was up for the... Um, uh, for the, the 9 o'clock, like, media slash early access entrance um so they give you like an hour um beforehand to sort of get in there and uh, look at stuff yeah twice which is what we went in that look at um (laughs) and so yeah i jumped in there and and went over secure was playable but i i don't know man i was like uh club was with us that stage and i watched him play secure um i feel like i'd rather have that game kick my ass the first time and not yeah. like on a show flyer when I experience it because because from what I understand it's like it just chucks you into it like a boss fight and it's like fucking go um and uh it, it's quite hard so I just want to stay away from that and get it like I want to be fresh when it sort of gets in my hands next next year and just play it from there and ex- kind of experience it the first time um so I didn't play that but I went over and played uh Ori new Ori game Oh yeah, and uh, cool. that seems pretty cool. Like a lot of different types of mechanics in there um, that I don't really remember from the last game. Um, but yeah, man, that seems like a really good solid game. I had a lot of fun with that last one. It was not um, an easy game. It had some difficult like platforming moments and, and puzzle elements in there, and also just sort of like at, like attacking the enemies you face up against. Um, so I think that one's going to be a really good one, and I'm, I'm keen to definitely play. A lot more of that it was doing things like um you were sort of had this like swinging ability and then you would get to like a sand area and you would tunnel your way underground and you could fight enemies by either bursting through the ground and hitting them or um sometimes it were like 
like little caves in between these sand areas and there'll be stuff stuck in between and you sort of jump out and hit them that way um, or even use it to sort of uh, get through the sand and then give yourself like a bit of a speed burst and jump out of the sand and get into other areas right. um, cool. so they were like the two sort of mechanics that I saw that I don't really remember from the I don't last game that either. was that deep into the game like the demo was I don't know because or? I was I think literally the first one to jump onto that comp right. like they were all set up and it was I opened the map and nothing was explored it was just like sitting there okay um and i it seemed like you could sort of just run around that was like the way that the last game worked right it was these metroidvania style map where you get to an area and you're like i can't really get to this part yet and then you get an ability and then later on you come back Um, so i don't really know i just kind of went off and just started playing the game for uh 10 minutes and um I don't know cool. if it was contained or whatever, or if there was like a time limit or something. But yeah, so I played that. Um, Friday was like my... Oh, Friday. So I get in there and it, it's about 10 o'clock now, which is when the show is like opening up. And um, I'm wearing my Red Dead Redemption t-shirt because it's Red Dead Redemption Day. That's the day it comes out. Yep. And, I, and I was tossed... I actually had a different t-shirt on that day. Okay. And it was my, um, my OG t-shirt. And I swapped it because I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to wear my Red Dead t-shirt. It's Red Dead Day and I can pimp out my fucking, all my work that I've done when people ask me about it. I was like, yeah, like get them clicks. And uh, so I get into this convention center and I'm walking around this stage and I I hear someone say, come play with Anna. And like, it doesn't click and I'm just walking past. I look up at the screen and there's like some Dota shit happening on the screen. Hmm. And then I look to the left and there's a dude sitting at a keyboard like slashed over like on his phone. And I'm like, holy fuck, it's <laughs> Anna. Anna's playing. Anna's here. There's a millionaire. Yeah. So like the, one of the best Dota 2 players in the world. Maybe the best. Right, Joe? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's sitting there like playing Dota 2 and it's basically like come up and play 1v1 against Anna. And see how you go. So it was him just fucking stomping people for three days straight. I think that's probably what it was. Um, so yeah, that was cool. I, I stood there and watched a couple of games of that. Um, the commentators were pretty funny talking about how like oh Anna's checking his phone midway through the match. Like this game's so easy for him. <laughs> Things like that. Uh, but he seemed to be having like fun with it at least. Like he was messing around a bit. He didn't seem like you know you know what he's like in interviews, right? He's not yeah. as talkative as what yeah. he could be. Um, uh, yeah. And that could just because he's just a young dude and he doesn't understand it yet. But he seemed to be having a good time up there and um, having fun with people. And there was crowds watching at that stage at least because they were doing these sort of staggered um, like people coming in. It wasn't like, we open the doors and everyone fucking runs in. It was they were letting people through slowly. Oh, okay. So yeah, at okay. that stage, it was a bit slow. Um, sure. but he seemed to be up there every day for a couple of hours just playing people at, at Quake uh, playing people at, at, uh, at Quake yeah that was his thing that's, that's it <laughs> something different Dota. I will fuck Dota you in any Quake, game yeah. you want <laughs> uh, so yeah Dota 2 it was the 1v1 um, uh, mode that they've got where you have to kill them twice yeah or or destroy a tower I think it's one of those two If it is, is it the same rules as the AI games I think the old ones yeah it'd be the yeah, same yeah the original so yeah destroy tower counts as well yeah yeah okay 
So that was cool, man. Um, I didn't expect that. And also, I guess the other thing that I saw, the uh, apparently OG's coming to Melbourne to play in the Dota series. Is this a thing? It starts with C, right? Uh, conviction? Yeah, okay. Like, championships or something? Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think conviction is the right word. But, uh, yeah, there is... There is um, and uh, uh, KP's new team is coming as well. Right. That sounds yeah. pretty big, for here uh, at least. Yeah, it should be. Like, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things we've explored a bit, I guess, the the growth of Dota hmm. um, esports in Australia, thanks to Anna's success. Yeah, right. Um, but it's cool to have, like, one of the best yeah. teams in the world, or the, well, the best team. Yeah. It's ranked at the moment coming over here to play. But do you know much about it? Are they bringing. Is it just them stomping people locally? Or? I don't even know if it's all of OG. Yeah, right. I, th- I think it might be Anna and. Like, he might be subbing into a bit of a. Like. Shemozzle made up team. <clears throat> I don't know right. if it's actually OG coming. OB. Uh, OB. Or v- VG. VB? <laughs> I- I- IG? Uh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure of the full details. I keep meaning to chase it up, but I'm too busy playing cowboy games, so... Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I went back on the Sunday, and, because uh, I don't like going on Saturday much. It's uh, not my thing, because um, too busy. But, uh, yep. yeah, I went back on Sunday, got a photo with, with my OG t-shirt oh, representing. I saw it. It was very cool. Yeah, um, that's the other thing I'll mention is that the the layout was quite different this year at the convention center. They it seemed like they extended the the wall back or something. Like there's more room in there, and they widened up all the um, sort of the booth spaces in between. So there's more walking area, yeah, um, which was really good because it def from what I heard on I was Saturday like, it was still fucking rammed. Is like I saw shitloads of pictures. I went. I Twitter. did go for like two hours or something on Saturday to do some stuff. And it yeah. wasn't as busy as what it has been in the past. Yeah. Uh, well, it didn't feel like like the walkways were as busy. It was still busy, but not like where you were like, this is fucked. Um, and I, that's why I was like, on the Friday, I was like, it doesn't seem as busy what it normally is. And I spoke to someone and I'm like, yeah, we've we've made it bigger. Like, we've stretched the room out this year. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, Friday was my working day. I had... Um, interviews and whatnot i interviewed pete hines that day that was pretty cool because there was only um i think four people in australia got to interview him um and it was pretty much just like you could talk about whatever you want that we don't have anything you want to speak like specifically we want to talk about um i just yeah just his mm. 30 minutes just chat with him um cool. so it was pretty cool that's the second time i've interviewed him in like the last i don't know two months three months um whereas the last one was about legends and I snuck some esports things in there and a few other things. Sure. Um, and this one was just like anything I wanted to talk about. So I asked him about things like the state of the industry the last couple of weeks with with um, Telltale Games and people talking yeah. about unions and Crunch at Rockstar and um, and things like that. And then talking about is that interview up? No, it's still I've still got to do it because I've been sick. I've been just yeah. fucking haven't haven't gone around um talked to him about like he's celebrating his 20th year at bethesda um this year and just shit like that asked him about like does he have any plans like what is he thinking about what happens when he leaves or 
right. now like the Bioware brothers not brothers doctors I keep calling them brothers doctors, yeah yeah um, like started a brewing company and that was like <laughs> like have you got anything about it um, talk to me about working on um, Tez 6 and Starfield and uh, sort of what we can expect for next gen hardware and how like them working with Microsoft and Sony uh, like what their plans are for building that engine and the specifications for those games um, so he talked about he actually talked about that which yep. was which was cool um, <clears throat> then I asked him about like their review policy for their last bunch of games you remember when Dishonored 2 Prey 2 Doom um, Fallout 4 I think was one of them where they were just like we're not doing yeah. reviews until the day of launch asked him about those uh, and if, if like they believe that affected their sales because I guess those games reviewed pretty well in the end um, and yet two of them didn't sell very well yeah um, so we talked about that sort of stuff um, what did he say? Uh, yeah he talked about how well I don't think they believe that it had an effect on sales um but and they're still like reviewing I asked him about Fallout 76 and Rage 2 um he said they're not they're not even thinking about Rage 2 yet so standard PR response um right. and it sounds like they're not going to be handing out Fallout 76 early because it's an online game but there's probably other reasons for that and probably. um yeah just just like just asking him about random stuff um so that'll go up hopefully in the next couple of days like I'll sort of spread it out and whatnot. Um, and then I went and did a NVIDIA um, presentation. So we went, you and I went last year to go see them and yep. they showed us um, like a bunch of their their laptops, which yep. were running their graphics cards and a bunch of their latest uh, monitors running G-Sync. Whereas this year they've got new graphics hardware to show off uh, with the RTX series. Yep. And so I got to take a look at some of those new cards and some of the new technology about that. I spoke about it a couple of uh, weeks weeks ago when they showed that like hour and a half long presentation. Yeah. And I sort of watched some of that and a lot of it was pretty highly like detailed. They went pretty deep in terms of the things it was doing and high level stuff basically. Yeah. Um, so this was like an opportunity to talk to them directly and, and get an idea of the direction they're going and what's happening there. Um, and I guess the big one they're focusing on is is lighting and things like ray tracing in um, in video games, and it's something that's been used in film for quite a while now, um, and it just hasn't been possible to do that in in a graphics card. Like these, usually you've got like server farms that render it that are rendering these scenes, and they take hours and hours to do. And so um, the example that we saw in the the um, presentation at uh, the NVIDIA conference a couple weeks ago was the Star Wars one where you had uh, two stormtroopers in an elevator and then Phasma walks in and uh, the ele- elevator starts going down and they s- and uh, basically they end up like being sent off to a, a maybe Hoth or somewhere like that. It's a snow plant- planet. Um, so we saw that demo running in real time. And um, yeah, man, it, like I think it, they said it was running at, I think it was 4K at 60 frames, something like that. Um, so that's kind of what they're aiming for with these cards is that to do 4K at 60 frames. And it looked, yeah, it looked awesome. Um, 
and I think I said it last week, like about lighting and Red Dead. Like I understand now why Nvidia is putting such a big emphasis on lighting because it does change the way that that games can look. Um, and so that's what they're doing with this. The other thing they're doing is the AI components. So they they have done a bunch of AI AI work in their other departments, and they're working with car companies and whatnot. Um, and other areas in the the industry and they're bringing that back into graphics cards and the way they're they're working with that is um, some examples they showed off was like a new form of anti-aliasing and um, it's called DLSS that they're doing and this one they showed some examples on there where you would zoom into like a 4k render and you can sort of see like the jaggies yeah so the jaggy bits sort of not lining up and it didn't look great and then they're like all right well here's this new form that we're doing uh which uses the ai technology to to figure out how it should be rendered and it it looks a lot better like it looks really good um and then the other benefit to that is is it's not as like high processing power on the graphics card so you're getting more frames as well as looking better um and they showed some graphs in terms of that so um that seems to be like one area in ai that they're really focusing on um, and then the other aspects I talked to them about, like, like okay, that's cool, but what else are you trying to do? Um, and it's also other, like, post-processing if- effects that they're looking at, working on. Um, and basically, what's going to happen is developers will start getting a hold of this technology, and then they'll start working it into their games, and eventually it'll just start flowing through, and games will just start using this AI tech a lot, a lot more. Um, so, yeah, it's, like, an interesting way of doing that sort of thing. I don't know if you saw the video at all of when they announced this, um, of like putting a dr- it was like a, a motion, like a cartoon, of um, of a a car driving down the street, and it was in like just outline. It was just an outline of of the car moving down the street, and they got the AI to basically fill in all the colors and like what things are in the world. So there'd be like a stop sign. And it would yeah. be like, that's a stop sign. I don't know that's a stop sign. And like fill in all those bits and pieces. Or like, that's a tree and that's a traffic light. And all of a sudden, this like, what was essentially a cartoon is now, it looks like a, a moving video. Um, so they were doing things like that with AI, which is kind of interesting. And sort of thinking about how they could incorporate that into video games was, was kind of kind of cool way of thinking about it. But yeah, post-processing effects, sort of where that's going at the moment. Um, sure. So uh, one of the games they had there, so we got to see this in motion, which was Metro Exodus. And this is, uh, it was playable. Um, So I sat down and played, um, I think it was a 20 minute demo, a 20 minute time demo. Metro Exodus is an open world game. So it was basically just, here's an area and go exploring. Um, It seemed like I could kind of go wherever I wanted to, not like, well at the start of it at least it was like hey we're going to funnel you down this area but then it started to branch off a little bit and I could kind of just go wherever I wanted it started off by giving my uh, giving me a crossbow playing with a crossbow and then some um, some like shit shacks <laughs> were in the area and I would go yeah. through and sort of explore all of them and this is kind of where it was showing off the RTX technology in, uh, in a, some decent examples where you've got this sh- like wooden shack or, or this wooden house and not all of the wood is sort of aligned properly and you've got like cracks in the walls or um, there'd be windows with curtains around and in a normal game you'd have like a um, you'd have light sources right you'd have lighting in that that shack in in certain areas um, whether or not 
maybe there is no actual physical lights in this house, but you'd still have it lit some way or another uh, within the game. And um, and so what RTX is doing is like, all right, there's a sun outside and all the light is coming from that sun and it's streaming into the house. So you'd have light coming from in, from outside and sort of reflecting inside the world, um, like at, in, in the walls and through cracks. You'd see it like God rays streaming through um, certain areas. Uh, you'd go to a dark area of the room that's not lit and it'd be actually dark and you could see... Um, like sort of really finite details in there, like certain shadows in specific places. Um, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Like I get it. It's like, it looks like this, but I asked the guy like, can you switch off RTX or do I, is this what you've got? And he looked at me, he's like, oh, actually I'm not too sure. And then he went and spoke to someone and came back. He's like, yes, actually you can in this demo. And he figured it out and switched it off. And like, yeah, it was a huge difference. Um, yeah. Looking at how like a normal game is lit, um and sort of i used to do map making fucking yonks like 15 years ago um and like putting light sources in certain areas of the room to to light it up and whatnot Uh, and just like that's the way that room looked when you suddenly switch that thing off it wasn't like the whole thing was just pitch black it was like oh there's like light sources in this area like it just didn't make any sense and suddenly when you switch it rtx back on you've got a light source coming from outside the room and it's lighting yep. up the room the way you think it should be um, with like, you know, it coming through a window or cracks in the walls. Um, and this corner bathroom, there shouldn't be any light in there. So that's why it's dark. The moment you switch that off, it's like there's actually, you can see in there and there's light for whatever reason. Didn't just, yeah. Um, so it'd be cool to sort of see how that works. The other example that they showed, I guess, was the battlefield one that we saw um, of how you have like reflections on certain objects and the way they were yep. done in the past in games, you'd have um, like this static image that would just sort of reflect something in the environment. It wasn't necessarily what was there. Um, but this time with ray tracing, it's actually reflecting what is around you. Um, and it can figure that out. Like if there is an explosion happening off screen from a tank blowing up, then yep. that will be what is happening in puddles in the world or reflecting yeah, off of awesome. cars and shit like that. Um, yeah. Which is cool. I'm really interested to see how that impacts competitive gaming. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know because, what you mean. Yeah, like you, you look at a game like Rainbow Six, right? Where mm. or Counter Strike, where information is everything. Sure. Uh, I think yeah, like subtle reflections are going to be very subtle indications uh, that you know, will convey a hardware level advantage. Sure. I think that's uh, an interesting idea, right? Yeah. Uh, it's obviously, I guess at the end of the day, it still has to be implemented, right? Uh, it's not like every game has ray tracing uh, RTX shit in it from the get go. Sure. Only a, a handful of games have it, right? So yeah, it's yeah. probably not going to impact the esports scene immediately, but I, yeah, I, I don't question, like, there's no question in my mind that we're going to start to see it. It's going to be interesting if it winds up being, I don't know, uh, Call of Duty, right? Seems like a big enough game that it could probably uh, pursue sure. uh, this sort of implementation. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be huge. Rainbow Six, I think it'd be a really easy fucking win for them to add it to one of their season packs uh, to update it and say, you know, we're introducing RTX. Sure. Like, 
those games in particular, I think, yeah, like other games, League of Legends and, and Dota, I don't think it's going to fucking matter. No. But yeah, like games where information is king and your general source of information, which is your viewpoint, is restricted, which is first person. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be fucking huge. Right. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see how that, that plays out. But yeah. I haven't seen it in motion personally, so... Yeah, I don't know. I uh, guess we'll find out when Battlefield comes out and and videos online is, or something like. I that. I mean, there, there, there'll be a competitive element. Obviously, there's always a competitive element in Battlefield, but there won't be a. I'll be very surprised if there's a scene. They will have to work pretty fucking hard. Yeah. I know this is going to upset the fucking Battlefield dorks, but sure. generally, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Prove me wrong, Battlefield, is what I'm saying, right? Like, yep. prove me wrong, motherfuckers. But until then, I will, gen- like, basically just operate on the assumption that there's no fucking competitive scene for Battlefield. So I don't see how it's going to... Yeah, I don't see... Because, you know, in in a general sense, I don't think being able to see my reflection is going to change whether or not you kill me, like... I don't think that's going to swing the tide of a uh, conquest map, sure. you know? It's going to... it's That'll be sick. That'll be fucking awesome. But, yeah, it's not going to have a, convey a tangible competitive advantage because of the scale of the battles yeah. that take place, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got to see a little bit of Metro Exodus and how RTX is being used in that. Um, I think the other... Yeah, Battlefield Five is one of them. I know Shadow of the Tomb Raider is also is also one um i'm not not sure what else is coming out but yeah it looks cool um so yeah metro exodus at least i can talk a little bit tiny bit about that um open world uh the thing that i guess is not back in there from what i understand is uh, something that i really liked in that first game was the like the money the currency in the world is your ammo um i always thought that was really unique and interesting concept um where it was like shit if i shoot this thing i'm basically wasting way money and I, or i've got to be accurate at least i can't just spray this thing with bullets yeah um always thought that was cool and um that doesn't seem like it's it's back i'm pretty sure they got rid of that in the last one right yeah i'm yeah. pretty sure they did um yeah. yeah but this one is like an open world environment so it was running around this shit shitty town um there were a bunch of dudes in there running around something that i thought was quite interesting i started fucking destroying some of these dudes and then they would surrender um, and stop. Like, I'd come up to them and be like, no, no, I surrender. They put their hands up. And uh, so I'd kill them, um, naturally, because <laughs> that's what I do. And <laughs> yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, it was kind of just, yeah, exploring the world and seeing what was out there. I came across a, a guy that wanted me to go find something. So obviously, some sort of quest, um, some quest, quest mission. Um, yep. But yeah, it seems. In the 20 minutes that I played it, it seems like it's alright. Like, it didn't blow me away in terms of anything new. It was pretty first-person shootery. Um, so I guess we got to wait and see how that one sort of shapes up. But otherwise, um, yeah, man, I think the biggest problem with the, the RTX cards is the price point at this stage. And trying to convince people that this is something you want. Um, and because they're so far in front in terms of, like, the leader in the industry they they can afford to put them out at at these prices um yeah and it's one of those things where it's like they wish they showed us that i think it was a titan x card 
I'm pretty sure it was a Titan X card running against a uh, 2080 Ti in one of the um, Unreal Engine demos. Um, it's the one where you've got that invisible, um, like the Mission Impossible wall and the robot lady. I think it's a robot lady. And uh, there's like this soldier that comes up to the wall and can't see her. And that's because it's like reflecting what's behind her. And then all of a sudden like a water droplet breaks the image or something like that. Um, so anyway, they were showing us that and how it wasn't running at maximum frame rate at on the T, the the Titan X, uh, whereas on the TI it's doing it all itself. Um, sure. So yeah, that was kind of how they were comparing it. But yeah, man, um, I think if you're like looking for an upgrade, I don't know. Like it's for me who's you're got, looking for an upgrade, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I was, but the price came out. I'm like, oh fucking hell. Because they're like two thousand dollars, and if I was to get one, I'd go for the Ti, like the ten uh, twenty eighty Ti. Um, and they're like, it, it doesn't make any sense to, yeah, restrict yourself, right? Yeah, because I want to like, I I want to solidify myself for the next five or six years or however long it's yeah. going to take me two generations, because yeah. that's what I usually do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't I don't know if a, like a ten eighty is worth. Like, would you go from a ten eighty Ti to a twenty eighty Ti? Probably not um no. unless you've got the money to throw around um yeah. like it's definitely going to give you an improvement yeah. and, and quite a lot but yeah is it worth it for for games that are out these days unless you're running at 4k 60 um because you're going to get a stupid amount of frames on any other game at i don't know whatever you're playing at. I, I play most of my stuff at, at 1080p so yeah um yeah but yeah, I uh, well, I've got you know, I've got this fancy new monitor, and it's got G Sync and all that kind yeah, of shit. Right. And uh, I've still only got a 1070 in in my machine, and that's sort of I bought that figuring I'd never really push past 1080p. Yep. I don't really, I don't really care to play past it. Yep. Um, and now I'm sort of like. I don't know. It's not really using this fucking monitor very well, is it? It's like I'm not getting 144 frames at four, like 1440p or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, so yeah, maybe I do need an upgrade. I don't know. Maybe I just get more RAM. Yeah, play games uh, on 1080p. Like most of them are 144, or they go up even higher now these days. Um, yeah, there's 240. But the G Sync's not about that. It's about like stopping the tearing and whatnot. Um, yeah, from your card making sure it looks smooth yeah but i want like i want it to g-sync at 144 or whatever right i want it to g-sync at the maximum did it take you a little while to get used to that monitor did it look weird at the start it did look weird uh like the colors uh like all looked a bit odd and the like games didn't seem to work like the way i expected and now i've adjusted yeah and sometimes the game will open up on my one of my because I've got three monitors now. Um, sometimes it'll open up on the what it thinks is monitor one, and uh, I'll be like, "No, what's this bullshit? This is garbage." Which I guess <laughs> is the reaction you had whenever you'd come over to my place and play on my garbage screens, right? You used to always complain. Uh, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um. Totes. Anyway. Uh, the the key i think key takeaway from this is nvidia send us 
a pair of 2080 TIs. One yeah. each. I'll pimp the shit out card. Oh, man. We will, we will shill so fucking hard for that shit. <laughs> It'll be ridiculous. I'll write all my stories. All right. Uh, watched, uh, watched Gfinity Season 2 out this weekend on my uh on my computer streaming it via twitch on my glorious 2080 ti uh and it was the best it's ever been at 720p or whatever the fuck they broadcast at. uh yeah it's never like the ray tracing from the stream yeah perfect uh actually if you if you're watching this on our youtube you can see right now that i'm being um i've got rtx uh making me look as, as pale as humanly possible uh it's the best the best lighting of all time i don't know what's going on which like if we're gonna do video luke we should probably look into uh, you know some sort of professional bullshit <laughs> about this shit you know instead uh, of i don't know i just i look like i'm i'm going supernova or something that's my problem <laughs> is i i look like i'm getting brighter and brighter every second that goes past and eventually i'm going to turn into a being of pure energy and uh yeah i mean obviously that's what everyone wants to have happen in their lives but yeah i I just don't think it'll make for good video um yeah okay so yeah nvidia send us cards um yeah anything else from pax yeah um played a bunch of games before i get to that i watched the rainbow six um yeah games I uh, i watched a bit of this uh live and then i caught up on a bunch of it over the course of this week it was the masters six masters series yeah. it was entertaining it was pretty it was really really good and they had an awesome turnout um i think it was like in the past couple of years they've done um things like league of legends and um and uh like i think like smite was up there one year something like that they did smites they did paladins they did street fighter they did league of legends yeah. um yeah a whole bunch of stuff yeah yeah um and so it was yeah really interesting to see people get into like how big that game has become like the place is packed it was people were sitting down like the whole area was just full of people sitting there um and people standing behind in the walkway sitting down on the sides like it was just um it was really kicking off so that that was really good to see um and people were getting really into it there, there was you know um uh guys guys and girls with t-shirts on with their favorite teams and cheering whoever was up on the stage cool. um so that was really good i uh and they had four teams there so they had um a team from japan norengo who Norengo, yeah. who, they they fucking stomped uh they're the APAC champions yeah yeah they're the apac champions that'll be playing in is it brazil the end yes. of this year yeah. um yeah and australia ended up second in that group uh we got smashed like i think we won two rounds <laughs> yeah Norango destroyed them at the yeah. apex champions although fanatic that was fanatic uh who they they wrecked fanatic is still going over to brazil as well yes yeah yeah they they get to go over but they end up playing in a um uh they end up playing a first seed from another region yeah um, whereas Norango will play a second seed from Another region, from yeah. whatever region that is. Yeah, um, so it's a bit of a, a tougher road ahead for Fnatic, but that doesn't matter. Uh, so this Fnatic was at the Masters, six Masters as well. 
who else was it? Atletico. Atletico and, was and and the was four team. The other team was um, Darkseed. Darksided. 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 Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Darksider was was the fourth team. Um, they get like so. Darksider kicked things off against Fnatic, right? And holy fuck, that was a close match. That was closer than it should have been. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know if Fnatic were hungover or something, but fuck me, that there were some hectic throws. That's the one I watched live. Yeah, right. Uh, and I'm like this. This is some shit. Like, Darksider were playing really well. Fnatic were playing like shit. I'm like... Mm. Fnatic aren't even going to make it out of the fucking first round. This is crazy. Yeah, that's um, nuts. But yeah, they managed to pull their fucking fingers out and sort their sort their lives out. Yeah. They got their shit together. And yeah, they managed to get up over in, in... It was the best of three. And they managed to get up in the third game. Yeah. It didn't look like they were going to in the first game. It didn't. It looked like it was going to be a quick two and zero for, for Darkside. I think it's a really good sign for the state of uh, Australian Rainbow Six to see teams really pushing uh, Fnatic. Sure, because it means means the scene is growing in a healthy way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then, then next up was Atletico versus Norengo. Um, that also went to three games, and Atletico looked fucking awesome. Yeah, that first uh, game. Yeah. Especially after their performance at the APAC Championships, which was pretty disappointing, hmm. uh, in my opinion. Uh, but they, I thought they looked fucking really, really good. Uh, yep. looked like they were going to really fucking rip up Norengo, unfortunately, for uh, Atletico. Norengo, again, sorted their lives out, and bingo, bango. Uh, they got through to the finals. They did. Um, so it's Fnatic versus Norengo. Were there losers brackets games? No, no, they played no, all three yeah. games that uh on that Oh no, day. it was the other it was the um it was the other other games. Fucking Quake Quake had losers brackets. Yeah. Um, single yes. uh, single elimination. Sorry. Yeah. So uh yeah, so the grand finals were Fnatic versus Norengo, which I guess is the APAC championship rematch. Yeah. Uh yeah. They've like these two teams have played against each other a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're I think they're even friends in real life uh, like outside of the game I think they're like friends with one another yeah from what I understand they hung out yeah yeah uh, yeah there was no friendship in this game it was uh, another all the, all the games went all the di- like the distance uh, like they all went they were all best of threes right they were all best they all of went. threes um, and they all went to the third game yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, but I think the um f- the the fanatic versus dark side was definitely the the closest oh, of the three. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, this one, this one seems. Yeah, Norringo got up early, but they just got wipes after that, like proper proper shredded six three six three. Right, I I don't one hundred percent. Yeah, so the first round went to Norango six three. And, um... Oh, no, it was 6-1, right? The second map was 6-1 to Fnatic. Yeah, wow. second map was was uh, Clubhouse. And they were talking about how um, Norengo is not really, like, well 
well like they don't know that map um very well they don't play it and they were kind of the commentators really surprised that they'd actually let that map through um and so yeah it was like a six one basically (laughs) they just came out and stomped and um so at that stage it was tied was back to a a reset and then the last game kicked off and uh, it wasn't looking good because um it was on consulate and uh I've seen them play this game, this, this map before, and it doesn't it ha- didn't go well. I mean, like we we watched it a couple of weeks back, and yeah, yeah like Norango just like completely stomped Fnatic, and so this yep. this match started off, and it was I think it started off like a three huge, right? like, three one. Wasn't it like four one? I thought nah, no, they, it might have been three one. Yeah, and then they yeah because they got all because they lost six three right, and they got all three basically from the get-go and then yeah Fnatic came back and smashed into them yeah like, it wasn't like it wasn't looking good up, everyone there was pretty yeah. worried because yeah. obviously it's a pretty heavily based Australian crowd um yes. they were asking before the tournament started like who's gonna win like let's get a show of hands it was like who's gonna win and they asked Norango and I think it was me and three other guys put our hands up <laughs> <laughs> I was like I've seen this match played out recently yeah. <clears throat> um so yeah, that last round was like, it was not looking good. And then all of a sudden, Fnatic just turned it around and they dominated yep. on um, defense. So there was some really sloppy plays from Norengo. Um, their best player accidentally killed himself in, I think, the third last round um, with a grenade. And then the final round, for final round they were um, repelling on the side of um, one of the buildings and the office, yeah. they were trying to get into the room and there was an Atletico player, sorry, a Fnatic player on the ground prone, stopping them from coming in. And um, Norango knew that he was there, but this guy couldn't move. And so they primed a grenade and um, they threw, I think, a flashbang in. And yep. then they primed, a, or, or maybe that was a grenade. And anyway, the first one missed and they primed a second one and he held it too long and blew himself up and the guy next to him. And so yep. all of a sudden, this is like basically game point. And um, yeah, yeah, they they they're, they're now down, down two players. Game. Yeah, yeah. And that ended up. I'm and pr- you you one hundred percent tilt on that one as oh, well. Yeah. Like the the comms would be hideous. Uh, yeah, I I cannot imagine it being a. I mean, yeah, maybe it was all a lark. Like, you know, it was only for money, so maybe they, they didn't care too much. My screen's turned off. Uh, yeah, maybe they didn't care too much, and they were, they were like, ah, it's pretty funny, ah, it's fine. But uh, yeah. I don't think so. They're like, yeah, you don't get to that level without being pretty fucking competitive, so. Yeah, that was yeah, definitely competitive. pretty fucking tilted, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was... Yeah, that was an interesting moment of like, ah, oh, it was like, yes, they've unless something really fucking bad happens, um, like they their best player has just died, and he's taken one of the person out with him. I think they ended up taking that map like without a single death. Um, sorry, that round. So that was really yep. good. So yeah, Atletico. Um, sorry, Fnatic. I keep calling them fucking Fnatic. Atletico. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Fnatic uh, only because like Fnatic, I associate with an overseas team and not yep. an Australian team. Um, so yeah, they ended up winning that, that tournament. It was a $25,000 prize pool, I believe. Yeah. Um, I think it was 15,000 for first place. Uh, and awesome. so that finished, they, uh, they, 
they can use that to hire security when they go to Sao Paulo. Yeah. Won't be enough, but... <laughs> Won't be enough, yeah. It's a step in the right direction. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, but uh, Norango did look like they were still having fun when that game ended. Like, they're like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I guess they got flown out to Australia to play yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. So they're probably okay with that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, like, I think we got a really strong region for APAC between them and Fnatic. Um, yep. So I'm excited to see how it goes in Brazil. Um, yeah. And then also yeah, at the Invitational next year. I think that'll be that'll be cool to watch. I'm yeah, pumped. 100%. Especially because I'm, I, I'm sure they've only rotated one player out. I don't have my list up here, but I thought it looked like there was one player that was new from what I'd seen. It's, it's all the same guys from like the console um, era. Right. Um, I think only three came across. Yeah, I mean, since then, since they switched right. to console. Yeah, um, Kings, I think. They might have dropped Kings after the Invitational this year. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that, that's really cool. It's, it's awesome to see so many people. There was like tons of Rainbow Six t-shirts floating around, uh, cosplay, people dressed up as Tachanka and their favorite character from, from Siege. Uh, it's Yeah, it's really popular. It's good to see. It's awesome. Sweet. In like cool. in Australia at least. Because um, yeah. I've I've been to the Invitational and obviously I've seen the people that are fanatics like around the world. Um, but it's cool to see like a local scene. We don't normally see it like a local tournament played where there's spectators. It's usually like we're going to the ESL stage in in Auburn and it's <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of randoms. People come out when they are given the opportunity to actually fucking spectate. Like, yeah. you know, I am Sydney smashed. Melbourne Esports Open was packed uh, for both, like, the major games. And I'm pretty sure the counter- like the Counter-Strike was definitely packed. The Fortnite was brand. Uh, I think, depending on the game, the fighting game stuff, like, cycled throughout. I think that one, that's a tougher one for uh, that sort of scene. But yeah, like, people want to come out and watch fucking esports live there's there's definitely a tangible quality to watching it personally i will watch everything fucking on delay wherever the fuck i can uh but yeah like people are about it like people get into it so yeah yeah it's good to see um yeah anyway so you played some other games as well right yeah so i played a bunch of uh indie games because um the like most of the triple a stuff we generally we've seen somewhere before or it's like an e3 build um or stuff like that um what was interesting was they were they do this every year because it's so late in the cycle but they have like here's spider-man or here's assassin's creed odyssey um the fucking spider-man line was i think they had like six or seven maybe eight stations set up for spider-man at the playstation booth and there was a fucking line for spider-man every time i walked past people playing same with assassin's creed like there's a lot of people out there that have not played these games uh which is yeah it's crazy to me it's um they're just not scenarios in which i'd want to play those games either you know i don't know maybe like, they just haven't checked them out i guess but yeah i don't know what you're gonna get out of assassin's creed it's got a six hour fucking tutorial <laughs> i don't know what you're gonna get out of fucking a 20 minute session with assassin's creed odyssey you know like yeah the concept escapes me hmm. um yeah 
yeah. Um, anyway, so played some indie games. Um, I'll go through the list here. A lot of, uh, like, arena brawler games where you're dropped into a room and it's like, you have to fight three other people. And cool. there's weapons and shit. Like, there was a lot of those types of games there this year. Probably lends itself well to the packs. <clears throat> Sure, like, I guess they're like wanting to churn over like we want people, a lot of people to play um, yeah. rather than just like one person looking at a screen and yeah. that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I always like going over to the indie section and checking out like what is over there because most of it is usually like really interesting. Um, I walk away, like last year I walked away with like seven or eight games that I immediately wish listed as soon as I could get back to my Steam and stuff. I like, did not have that this year. There wasn't anything that I looked at that was like, yeah, really? That's fucking nuts. Like, you, sometimes I'll walk around there and I'll be like, you got to go play this game. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Maybe it's just because I didn't play I it. I can't remember what you told me to play, but there was something last year that you were like, yeah, you got to go play this game. Fucking yeah. what was it? It was like, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, not that this year? Was I, don't, what? I don't know. It's just because I didn't see the one <laughs> that was yeah, like, fucking... Like, you didn't see them all, so you might have missed the one the perfect game but well there was yeah, there was right. a lot there there was uh like interesting ones where like speaking simulator looked fucking goofy and wacky um just weird stuff like that but uh what have i got here nom nom apocalypse is two player isometric like enter the gungeon type game um okay. that was really interesting uh dismantle construction carnage was one of these arena brawler games like everybody's a, a robot like a battle robot and um there's a bunch of different levels in there each arena has like sometimes like a little gimmicky thing that it does um but you're basically fighting each other with weapons or maybe just your fists and you sort of losing limbs while that's happening and mm. every once in a while when, when your limb falls off you maybe need to go and get it um and if you don't then you lose that limb and so you end up with stages where you've got no leg and you're just hopping around this room and then all of a sudden your second leg's gone and now you're just a, a, like a torso hobbling around um, or maybe you lose both both your arms and you're kind of in a bit of trouble at that stage um, sure so I was amazing at that game I won I think all every single round <laughs> yeah <laughs> those 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 13 year olds never knew what was coming yeah I think, I think the best game that I played there is this one. It's called Soundfall. Um, it's got a really awesome art style. It's this isometric game, um, and it's also playable in multiplayer. Other people can come in and play with you. It's a rhythm. It's a rhythm like action brawler. Um, right. So you, the character that I was playing was a lady, and she had like a, a sword or something like that, or and a gun. Um, and there's a beat happening in the game, like there's music playing, and you attack in time to the beat, and you end up building like a combo meter, which allows you to do more damage and, and use abilities. Um, it's just a really interesting way of having like one of those games playable, and it's, uh, yeah, it's just really, it works really well. Like you're, you're sort of creating music as you're playing, but at the same yeah. time, by doing that, you're also causing more damage to enemies um yeah. and the art style looks really slick it's um there's just shit exploding on the screen all the time um even if you're not doing it in time to the music it still feels like it's 
you're still doing stuff in the game and it still feels like it's it feels good um which is a lot of fun so that i think that's the one game that i walked away with being like that looks probably that that's the only one that looks something different and and they were um they weren't a local australian team they were from like california or somewhere around that that region um yeah but definitely keep an eye out for that one it looks looks slick um cool dimension versus was basically a free-to-play smash brothers game Uh, i played as a guy with a tv on his head and um as somebody who's not quite versed to smash brothers it was like oh yeah I, like i don't i don't um i'm not a big fan of smash brothers so these types of games i'm like yeah cool i get it um there's like different combos for each type of character you play um and it seemed like a pretty cool cool concept it's just not my style of game um sure. but a free-to-play smash brothers on the the on steam sounds probably pretty appealing to people um hunt and yeah. seek is a game that we played i think last year it is a top-down game where there's like three people that are three or four people that are they're in this environment and they're invisible and um you walk around this like dark area and you can light yourself up to see where you are or you can sort of interact with objects in the environment it shows you on the screen whereabouts you are in the environment and then there's one player who is the monster who has to go and try and capture all the people that are around and find them um and it's just like a hide and seek type game so this was back this year and it was just new maps different types of maps you could play um, seemed a bit more polished which is cool but yeah cool. that's that's one that's interesting uh, Foxlight Journey is a made uh, as a game made by a bunch of students um, I think that was AIE they were from it was only something they'd be working on for about two months um, you're basically a fox and it's a puzzle platformer and you're going from screen to screen and solving puzzles it starts off pretty basic from being like you jump from one platform to another and then they start off by moving platforms and and that sort of thing you could sort of fall to your death or run into spikes and it throws you back to a checkpoint um at one stage there uh there was like a a screen where there was a bunch of puzzle elements on there you had to press um, some buttons and each stage that you sort of went through to be like all right here's something else it's doing now it's going to throw laser beams at you and um yeah and it's just basically I often go like it was kind of expanding on it and and working on that. It was kind of a, a game they created like a game jam, and it's yeah. kind of evolved to this point. So that was cool. They kind of just grabbed me. I was walking down a hallway, and they just said they must have seen my badge and were like, "Hey, do you want to come check out our game we made?" And they were cool. like, "He fucking came and grabbed me." Like I was, I was nowhere near their booth. <laughs> he <laughs> he, uh, he found me. Um, uh 22nd century racing series i think that's the name of the game it was up on the booth but was 100 percent sure it it's um it's a racing game where it uses physics as well i think they called it the first 3d physics racing game something like that uh it reminded me a lot of like wipeout that type of style um and the way that worked was you'd be in like a tube and there would be elements on the screen or maybe um, objects in your way, um, certain areas of the this tube that you would be in that would make you go quicker. Um, sometimes if you're upside down in a certain area to make you go faster, if you were on a certain uh, like a path that would make you go, go quicker, there were abilities that you could use to make you go faster. Um, it was pretty like a basic concept. There was... Um, like a drop-in, drop-out 
multiplayer component that seemed really interesting like as i was playing my screen that was fucking huge all of a sudden it turned into split screen and some dude right. next to me was playing like he, he just pressed a button and now i'm on the screen and then a, a fourth dude came along and started playing and now like it made it smaller again like it was pretty interesting sort of the way it sort of just adapted to people jumping in and out um really cool way of doing that in environment at pax because they weren't being like all right we gotta restart the map over and over yeah. again it was kind of just like person and leave and the screen get bigger and smaller that was cool um cool but apart from the like the giving you an idea of the racing elements it wasn't really like there wasn't any, any more to it it was just kind of giving you an idea of how the game worked um being able to rotate your vehicle in this sort of 3d space and how that sort of handled and and what speeds you could get um mm. it, maybe it was like a time trial thing it was doing it seemed like like hey this is the fastest lap because it was doing like this person's coming first and this one's third um so yeah really interesting way of doing like a racing uh racing game like that uh what else did i see i think that was about all the ones worth mentioning um cool. i saw the devolver see- sorry there was there was a, a game I was pretty sure going it was there last year. It was like Dead Dead Stick Drive or Dead Dead Light Drive or something. It's like a uh, no, no idea. No, like sort of top down. You drive around solving mysteries or some shit. Maybe might have been that. Dead Static Overdrive. Dead Static Drive. Sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know. There was, was there a lot of was, there was, was tons of games. Yeah. I just didn't see I didn't play much of them Uh, or I played like 12 or something like that Um, I spoke to guys at Infliction that's that horror game Australian horror game I think it's called Infliction I'm gonna check really quickly okie dokie but that's one you should definitely play it seems like something you're up up your alley it's I'm gonna I'm gonna poo am I yeah for sure Infliction it's um it's got these like PT vibes going for it. Oh, okay. Cool. And the, the dude launched a Kickstarter um, a couple of months back for it. Right. It's out on Steam now. So I, um, nice. yeah, I did see that one floating around on Twitter yep. a while back. So I, yeah, I spoke to them and cool. said that would definitely be up your alley. Um, nice. That game looks cool. And uh, yeah, just a bunch of really interesting games. It was like a DJ hero type game there that was seemed, seemed like something I'd get into. Um, yeah. the, the, the deck they were using look a lot more complicated than okay. like it didn't look plasticky I'd say yeah um, looks like did it look more like the you know the proper arcade DJing ones you know those loony ones that have like fucking a billion buttons there was a lot of buttons on this two, one two, two spinners I don't know DJ terms yeah it was it, it looks smaller than the DJ hero deck but it oh. had more buttons on there and it was, okay. it wasn't like you were, um, it didn't seem like you were tapping like DJ Hero, sort of like Guitar Hero, right? You just tap to the beat and then every once in a while you just fucking spin it around and do all this sort of shit. Uh, this was like, it seemed like you were, it's easiest form maybe it was. There was like a blue color and then a red color and you just sort of had to spin the deck in, in the correct color sequence. So you weren't actually right. tapping buttons at that stage. It was just moving right. it in the right making sure you were in the right uh, lane, I guess. Sure. Um, yeah. But it was the bu- the other buttons that kind of made me interested. 
because yeah. how fucking hectic does this game get? Um, that looked mm. cool. Um, cool. What else is there that looked interesting? I don't know, man. Like there was just a lot of stuff that was playable, and uh, that's usually the place I go to check out all of the games. But yeah, busy packs. Um, play any board games? I went and watched Gav play a Blood Bowl. He was teaching people how to play it. Isn't he terrible? I heard he was terrible. Why would like, you get someone who's terrible to teach <laughs> others how to play a fucking game? That doesn't seem... That doesn't make any sense to me. I can't believe you're trolling him while he's not here. <laughs> well, he, he I'm can't not trolling him. Himself. Everything I've heard about how he plays that game is that he's terrible at it and he loses all the time and then he gets grumpy. So why would you get someone who loses... Like, it'd like be getting me to teach people how to play Dota. Like... Yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, it's easy. Uh, pick the sniper. Okay. Stand back. Don't die. Yeah. Anytime you see just... someone, run away. <laughs> what am I buying? What are you buying? Probably guns. I think the sniper would probably buy guns. Just right? shoes. Uh... Just buy six shoes and you'll be fine. Ah, shoes. Okay. Lots of shoes. Do shoes help you run away faster? No, but they'll give oh. you stats. Just treads. Buy treads. Okay. Or, or agility boots. Just buy a bunch of them. You'll be fine. Buy a wizard's staff. Yeah, for your yep. sniper man. For your sniper man. Um, yeah. See, this is what I'm saying, right? Like, that's that's <laughs> what I imagine Gav teaching people to play Blood, blood Bowls. Like. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. The, the, the little map that they use yeah. um, to play the game, like, it's, it's, it's like a piece of paper or let's turn a fucking board game thing. Uh, not as impressive board? as what he was playing on. It was like a fucking decked out, like someone had made this. Oh, is he bought all, physical... all the stuff? Yeah, you, you know how you go see those um, miniatures and they like built like a whole thing, like a whole area. There's like land yep. and trees and shit. This is kind of like that. It was like a a football stadium. Um, I want to play on one of those. I don't want to play on the piece of paper. Piece of paper looks so rubbish. Did, is that is that his? No, somebody made that oh okay and I, I was like you should just steal this because this is amazing I would play it all yep. the time it would look like this yeah yeah that's fair can't you play it on PC I think you can why would you play it in real life if you can play it on PC um no need to roll dice no need to move little dudes like don't know. computers computers I'll tell you what computers are pretty good the future yeah um yeah cool okay I played a board game. Did you? Played Robo Rally. Right. Uh, where it's, it's where you like everyone programs, you like set up a program for your robots to move and they all play out at the same time. Right. And there's, there's sort of like a priority system in place and that dictates like when certain things will occur. Uh, and so, yeah, you've got like these robots and it's sort of like interesting interactions that sort of fuck like you know i might play a move that sends me forward one but you've played a move that will intersect yeah like you'll intercept me before i get to make that move and so you push me out a square and then suddenly every move i make from there on out is like changed it's altered because i was accounting for being somewhere else and so you've got to sort of really anticipate how everyone else is going to play and stuff uh i got super vindictive i got pushed to my death right when i was about to 
like get to the, the second objective. And so I just went and camped at the last objective and made sure nobody could get to it. I just sort of circled around that and fucked with people for the rest of the game mm. until we all got bored. Uh, so I ruined that game. Good times. Apparently it's it's used to teach children how to program. Right. Uh, or like the, the fundamentals of programming some shit. I don't know. I didn't learn anything. So I guess I'm not a child. Hmm. Chalk one up for Jobo. Anyway. Yeah. Continue telling us about PAX. Um, what else is there? I went to the Devolver Digital booth. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. Checked out some of their games I got coming out. There's um, <clears throat> there's that uh, From Software game, uh, Wolf Metal Chaos oh, yeah. XD, um, yeah. which is a like a old school Japanese Met- game. That, Metal Wolf Chaos. Yeah, where you're playing as like the president who has uh, a, robot. a giant robot, because why yep. not? Yeah. Um, and he's trying to fight the vice president. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like uh, pretty insane. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty Japanese. It's bro. pretty Japanese, bro. Yep. <laughs> um, the other one that I think I'm hearing a lot of good things about is my friend Pedro. That looks really cool. Oh, that's the one where like the bananas and shit, right? And he's like sort of scooting through shit and murdering people off frying pans and whatnot. Yeah, and it's got this like weird bullet timey physics yeah. effects like everything sort of slows down um super stylish that game looks yep. really slick um the other game they had there was oh shit how do you pronounce it uh pick a uniku i think it's called it's sort of like a uh, a puzzle exploration game where you're this little blobby thing with legs um, it reminded me a lot of Semblance, which I spoke about uh, maybe two months ago, uh, which was yeah. also a Devolver digital game. Um, right. This one seemed to have co-op in it, though. Or, or I'm not saying it's the same game, but it was a co-op game, at least. Or you could play with other people. Uh, and it looked funny yeah. because there would be... Like, you could fuck with other people, like, kick them off the edges and shit like that. Um, and that seems amazing. So, like, I, I saw a dude playing by himself and he was just running around and couldn't really figure out how to solve this puzzle. And it's because somebody else needed to be on the same screen as him with the other controller. Okay. And, uh, and eventually someone came along and just fucking kicked him uh, down a hill. <laughs> and I thought I was pretty good. So, yeah, that made me laugh. Um, Gold. Was that someone you? It was not me, no. Right. They had a third game, a fourth game there, but I can't remember the. It was like called Gush or Gust or something like that. I think it started with a G. I was trying to watch people play it, and I just couldn't get. I couldn't really understand what was going on. Um, okay. Super arty looking game, but yep. uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, they look cool, uh, and I've got my Devolver T-shirt on. No one can see it. It's like a Pax. Oh. it's a Pax T-shirt. Um, I've got my WrestleMania shirt on. Uh, nobody can see it. Right. Uh, Wrestling's dead. Wrestling is is done. Um, Hulk Hogan, uh, her, you know he's back, and I'm done with, with all wrestling. But I'll still wear the shirt. It's a good shirt. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Devolver do. Um, they did like Scum, so that's yeah. one of their games are done. And I've talked I've talked about a bunch of their games recently. Um, they did the fucking hilarious E3 conference. Yeah, again, they're, they're the best. Yeah, again. Yep. So that was kind of the. The indie games that I saw, didn't play any board games. Um, a lot of booths. The the biggest booth this year was the Omen Red Bull booth. Um, they had a bunch of like p- racing car setups with like cockpits. 
you kind of yep. sit in, they'd fucking move around and shit. They had like a wingsuit um, set up where you would lie down and it was in VR, I believe. And uh, yeah, you'd like move around as well. Did they so have fans? Yeah. Yeah, they had fans pointing at you and you were like tilted and stuff while you were you were moving and the fans are blowing your face and apparently someone vomited right yeah probably yeah. that sounds terrible uh i because i went past there and uh the pr girl one of the pr girls that was looking after it was like uh oh where's joe <laughs> i'm like he's not here and so we're talking and she's like do you want some red bull i was like no nah, i'm fine uh you want to play the, the the flying game she's like just come past tomorrow morning and just just jump on i'll get you on there i'm like i don't think i should be on that thing first thing in the morning that sounds like a terrible idea um can't believe you didn't do it no but they had like a, a pretty i looked at it and i was like that booth's probably the biggest one they've got here and then i asked them and like yeah it's the biggest booth that, that's on the floor um so they had a lot of stuff there they had like a deep... it was a cool setup they had overwatch uh yeah the back overwatch yeah like a competition that people would play uh a fucking uh what's the motorbike series called Fucking... motocross no 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 the road racing no the mad max. big one that's it that's what i was thinking of <laughs> mad max uh no the fucking you know the f1 of motorbikes i don't know g g g finity shut the fuck up um g anyway that force it wasn't G for stop fucking saying G words, gush or gust or something. Um, I think it was gust. Anyway, they had a they had a competition. The person who had the best time on like playing that, they flew them to fucking Phillip Island or wherever the fuck the racing was on. Like you got a fucking trip to the racing, right? Just you got flown away from Pax. Could you imagine? You float, like you went into PAX and then you were flying away to Phillip Island, some shit. That'd be sick. Yeah, you mean uh, like the was... Moto Grand Prix? Grand Prix starts with a G. Starts, fuck. Starts with an M. <laughs> Whatever. Way off. Obviously, obviously, motor starts, like something motorbike starts related. Starts with a G and ends we're in involved a in the name. Fuck. Yeah. Just unbelievably unhelpful. You are anyway. So yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Uh, the other interesting setup was, I think it was the HyperX booth, was across from, it was like NVIDIA or Corsair or something, or maybe they were joint, and they were yep. both like spruiking booths. You know those ones that are like, come get a t-shirt, and they're like yeah. trying to sell their shit, and like, you say NVIDIA, and I'll throw you a t-shirt. Um, yeah. So they were directly across from each other. Oh. And so it was pretty funny, because I think they just spent the whole weekend trying to see who could get the biggest like crowds but they were also like engaging with each other which is really oh, funny right. okay. um yeah i don't know if anyone thought of that before they set these two guys up but they worked well running off on each other um because right. otherwise you just feel like it would just be two people yelling and just noise yeah but they seem to have worked things out by midway through friday at least uh-huh. which is nice. cool um cool yeah obviously all the big all the big boosts were there like uh, Nintendo was was there, super popular, huge booth. Um, a Blizzard were there, showing off Diablo. I didn't even know they were there until I walked past. I was walking to an appointment, and the Blizzard guy was like, "Hey, how you going?" I'm like, "Hey, I gotta run." And then I came back and said hello later on. Um, 
but yeah, they had like Smash Brothers there in Nintendo, uh, Diablo stuff going on. Um, there was the Microsoft booth there. Sony had their booth. Um, I believe Battlefield was there, but it might have been at Xbox. I think it was. Right. Um, so yeah, all the big plays yeah. were there. It was it was busy. It was packed. Uh, yeah, Ubisoft cool. had a bunch of their games there. Division was playable. Sorry, Division Two was playable. From what I really, I it looked to me like the same demo at E3, but I oh, heard that it wasn't. That makes sense. And also, what I mean, Gamescom instead. I don't know. Well, when I went past, they had a build number on there. It definitely wasn't the same build as as E3 because it was like, like September or something. It said on there. Right. That'd no, that wouldn't align with. Well, maybe it was August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. August did align with Gamescom. So. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. I knew. Yeah. I know it wasn't E3 because it was like past that date when I I saw it when I was still setting it up. Um, right. So, yeah, that was cool to be playable. Um, Yeah, and there was like a Ubisoft uh, store that they were selling merchandise at, and that must be where all the Rainbow Six t-shirts were coming from. Ah. No, it was... um, I didn't go to any panels this year at all. Yeah. That was... I I don't even know what panels were on other than the trivia one because Rob was telling me about it. Um, Apparently, they did a shoey at that that panel. Uh, It was like Pete Hines. Pete Hines didn't do the shoey. Um, but Pete Hines is there, Rob Whitaker, um, their community manager, uh, one of the streamers, Camelworks, I think is his, his sorry, YouTube name. Um, Tim Willits was there. He was running around, saw him a bunch. They had like Quake, they had a fucking Quake PC. I don't know if you saw this thing, but it was like the Quake logo. It was probably like 12 feet tall. <laughs> um, this Quake logo, but it was actual PC. It had like a built like a graphics card in there and CPU and it was like running stuff. So, um, apparently Tim asked for it. He was like, can I take that? And this, I'm like, how would you get that anywhere? How would like, what's the process of getting that thing apart? I don't, you'd have to, uh, yeah, yeah. it was huge. Anyway. On a shipping container. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it was, I felt like it was a good pack. There's a lot of cool things happening. Uh, some cool ge- some cool games nothing that really blew me away but, th- but again that's probably because I just didn't play all of them or yeah it wasn't my big focus I was wor- I worked on Friday and that was my day so cool. I wasn't paid to be there to fucking play indie games indie games are for this yep. this show of course yeah cool that was my packs well yeah it sounds like I missed out I am like gutted that I didn't go uh, I wish I had gone I did have obviously a, a lot of fun staying at home but uh, <laughs> yeah like your liver might have appreciated it I got home at 5.30 one night and 4.30 another <laughs> I think on the Saturday I got out of bed at 4 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon Fuck and it. that's when I went down to PAX and was like alright I'll go check out the floor for a little while and it was quieter at that stage yeah right okay um, yeah fair enough yeah it was good there was a lot of stuff on each night so kept myself busy it wasn't like it was a quiet night it was a, a, yeah. a like an industry drinks on the Friday where everyone yeah. got to a bar and just went drinking and then that place shut at 1 or 12 whatever it is and you know and that's when you complain to all the Melbourne people that why did their bars shut at that time um, so you go to the yep. casino casino was pumping man like oh I ran into um, some of the PUBG players while I was there a lot of the, cool. the Chiefs players were, were playing at the Logitech booth. Logitech yep. had like a, a circle setup. 
with a um, bunch of computers and you could jump in, they'll do like war mode um, or or maybe just normal as well. They're doing like bits and pieces of both. Um, so right. all the Chiefs players were playing there. And um, cool. yeah, and so I went to the casino later on and ran into a bunch of other players. The team immunity guys were there. And so I was talking awesome. to Nutshot and one of yep. their players. Um, cool. Because Nutshot is still managing that team. He's not playing, but he's he's managing. So yeah. Right. Who was on the panel last year with us, the PUBG panel. He was, yeah. yeah. He was awesome. Yeah, so that was cool. Cool. A lot of people there for packs at the casino. That that area specifically, that like the bar we went to. Oh yeah, really? yeah. Like <laughs> we went out there and it's like this is a lot of fucking packs people, and I was surprised <laughs> they let me in because I had my PUBG bag on, oh, yeah. and I was like, "There's no way they let me in with a fucking bag on," but they didn't give a shit. I was like, "It's yeah, cool. You're spending money here. Go nuts." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Money's money. We're a casino. Yep. Go on in. It was good nice. packs. Oh, it was good packs. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Cool. Cool catching up with everyone networking. Alright, uh, so when we got back, I don't know about you, but I jumped in to play some Call of Duty Black Ops. I was craving yep. for it. Um, I know about me, and I didn't... You didn't? <laughs> um, I haven't touched it in a week. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Um, no. So they've uh, they've made changes to armor in there now. Oh, have they? Yep. Uh, there was a patch, I think, two days ago, where they've... Um, basically made the damage uh, you take more damage when you've got armor now and so the time to kill is definitely you can feel it it's 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 a lot quicker um which is cool it's cool they're they're trying to balance that and um i think they changed the way that like shooting certain body parts works as well um so yeah it it definitely feels in the game like you've got to be a bit more careful you can't just soak up bullets and be like fuck you I'm just going to heal behind this rock all of a sudden um, Mm. you're like shit I've taken a lot of damage and now I've got no armor left Um, so yeah we played a bunch of games the last two days it's been fun a lot of second places Uh. a lot of oh we got I think we got one first one or two first places we got one in duos I know that I'm not sure if we got one in um, squads but we came close a couple times, which is disappointing. But what do you do? You weren't there to, to back me up. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to deal with Gavin bringing his blood work, blood bowl skills to, <laughs> to the, the game. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I'm still still digging that game. It's like my, it's back to my uh, my fun game. Well, I'll go go play that. And the games are popping. Like no issues getting games at all. Um. I've seen cool. a bunch of the Chiefs PUBG guys still playing a fuck ton of that. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. Yeah, and I know they've made a bunch of changes to zombies still. Like, it seems like they're still playing with that. Um, mm. They're doing a Halloween event, event in there at the moment where okay. it's it seems like it's similar to the the Fortnite style. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't really digged into it too much, but the, the games that I've played, um, you're earning, like, experience in this fake book and you get uh you get items from it so it's things right. like gestures or uh stickers uh cosmetic things as far as i know mm. and um i know there is like some sort of currency in there i just don't know what that's used for if it's specifically for skins um because right. i did see some complaints about people would like there for that that like that currency to be in the pack that you like the free stuff like you get 150 coins for reaching level oh, okay, 15 yeah. or whatever um 
because I know Fortnite does that as well. Um, so you don't necessarily have to buy the, you know, the currency to to get unlocks. You can you can play the book and just do it that way. Um, so it's cool that like it seems better than the way PUBG was doing it because they're still. I just don't like the way like the rental system. Yeah, rental rentals are fucking bullshit. That is a garbage way to do it. Yeah, it's like yeah. I've hit level two. You get a beanie to rent for six days. It's yeah. dumb. So dumb. Yeah, um, bullshit. So yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see them doing something different or cool. put put something in there. I'm enjoying Black Ops still. That's fun. A lot of fun. Um, yeah. Otherwise, the other two games we've been playing. You want to talk about them off the bat? Yeah. All the games we've tried to play. We'll talk about the one we tried to play. Fallout yeah. seventy six. Fallout seventy six is a fucking nightmare what the fuck are they thinking this thing is such a fucking train wreck i cannot believe oh, oh, oh. I, I, I jumped on the fucking subreddit to try to work out why the fuck you and i couldn't team up because me and gerald couldn't team up yesterday mm. and i am at a fucking loss as to what the fuck is going on right i've seen that other people complaining that, about it yeah it's definitely a, a common fucking thread like a common complaint a lot of people are having trouble playing with their friends when the entire fucking game is about playing with your friends so yeah i I jumped on the subreddit all i'm seeing is like uh this is a beta it's designed to work out problems there's no fucking way you release a game in the state that they were released the the fucking launch is fucked like i don't understand how the there's a bunch of games on this launcher and it's fucked it is fucked every single time i shut down my computer the launcher like hard crashes and tries to take (laughs) everything out with it uh at some point i downloaded 50 gigs worth of fucking fallout 76 and it decided to download all of it again their advice on twitter is if you see it attempt to download again let it download all the way that's a hundred fucking gigabytes your tweet was fucking hilarious luke tweeted uh was it uh Rockstar, uh, Rockstar. No, it was Bethesda. Two is no, no, it was Bethesda. Bethesda. Fallout seventy six is fifty gigabytes. Rockstar. Red Dead Redemption Two is eighty nine gigabytes. Bethesda. Bethesda. Hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) So they make you download fucking a hundred gigabytes. Hold my beer on this. (laughs) Fucking. Yeah, so I had to download it twice. Luke's giving me shit. He's like, "Oh yeah, oh." Oh, I'm such a goofball. Oh, I can't help but fucking delete all my fucking games. And then it happened to him as well. <laughs> Suck shit, cunt. Uh, and then, like, it happened to everyone. It happened, it happened to everyone, to everyone yeah. I know. It's fucking ridiculous. A hundred games for that game, though. It looks like a fucking turd. It looks like every other one of their games. It doesn't look pretty. It looks, dis- like, decidedly ugly. It looks and better so than their other games. They've changed uh, the lighting uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> It's the textures that you, look like shit. When you're up yeah. close to the concrete or anything like that, it's like, oh, that looks a bit fucking crap. But you'll be out in the environment. It's like, oh, yeah, the foliage looks pretty and all that sort of stuff. Like, things start to blend in. It looks fine to a distance. And then you look at the ground, you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I still I think you're meeting them more than halfway there. Like, it generally looks like shit. You focus on stuff that is in front of you, not stuff that's fucking... In yeah. the background. But maybe anyway. they just went to the point where everybody turns off 
all the graphics in multiplayer games anyway would just fucking make oh, they're like, crap. yeah. Everyone's going to be, you know, chugging out their frames. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, the so- whole, the, the 50 gig thing was... And just the way of them, like, explaining, all right, this is when the thing is going to go up. And then you'd launch the launch on it. It was like, the countdown was wrong. And yeah. I think... I have an inkling that that fucking problem was because of that. Someone... Their, their, their thing was like, oh, we set it to the wrong time or something like that. And eventually, I think that's what caused the, the issue. Is that something's cool. happened and then, like, it's... It's, it's like, check that the, the date is different. I don't know. It's just fucked it up. Um, so, like, everybody had to download this fucking... Uh, 50 gigs again and they're on Twitter being like hey if you launch the the client don't touch anything yeah don't yet. click anything yeah. it didn't matter you launch it and it just fucking did it it was it just, like deleted it, yeah. it was like deleted but we'll start again <clears throat> yeah and so um, yesterday what a mess the beta was four hours and I didn't get to play at all because I was literally downloading for that four hours I'm on a 100 megabit connection uh, yeah. it was going at 10 meg until um, ten. I think it started at 10, 10 a.m. here. Yeah. And then at 10 o'clock, when everybody tried to fucking log in and all their shit got deleted, that's when the game was like, uh, everybody's going to be downloading this now. So it dropped to about 5 meg a second, and then at one stage it was gone at about 1 meg. And so it literally took me like the whole four hours to download. I got in at about 10.30, because at 9 o'clock I jumped on and open up the launcher. I'm like, I'm going to make sure this is all ready to rock so I can play as soon as it launches. <laughs> yeah. And then it deletes all my shit and starts over. I'm like, I see. I see. <laughs> so luckily I got in early enough to actually get the uh, full use of my fucking internet before every other motherfucker was attempting to download it. But it didn't matter because I couldn't play with uh, anyone else anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah, because the friend system doesn't work. Bethesda's launcher doesn't have a fucking friend system in it. Mm. So it made, boggles the mind as to why the fuck they'd force you to use a fucking launching system that doesn't have any friends in it when it's a fucking social, like, socially fucking focused game. But, yeah, don't worry, Anyway, so I finally get into the game. I'm playing on my own. And, like, parallel to Gerald, who's playing at the same time. Uh, I knock my way through the vault quick as I can because I'm like, oh, who gives a fuck? Um, first time I create a character, game hard crashes, wipes all my progress. Second time I create a character, game hard crashes, wipes all my progress. Third time, it worked. So, uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, made my uh, ID, took a photo of my crotch, uh, which was probably the most amusement I've had from that entire game. Um, and then, yeah, rolled out of the vault. It seems a lot like Fallout without any of the charm. Like, I don't know what I'm doing apart from wandering from place to place. Imagine if Fallout was entirely fetch quests. Hmm. That's what it feels like to me. Uh, And not terribly interesting fetch quests. Right. Uh, Fetch quests... Oh, like, fetch quests also all your weapons break a lot faster. Um, I didn't have any weapons break. I've had like two now break. Uh, what level are you? Uh, level five and a half. I played about an hour. Yeah, okay. Maybe not shooting as many things as me. <clears throat> I'm shooting everything. Or ma- maybe I just have garbage weapons. Um, 
Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I've got, I've got a lot of weapons, so it doesn't really matter. You, yeah, um, there's like um, crafting stations around, and you can either repair them at that or just build new weapons. But I... Um, I uh, I had fuckloads of weapons. Like I was worried about the ammo situation because I, I was punching things at the start. And yeah, Jerry didn't have any ammo. One stage, I I killed a um. It was pretty close to like it was where I was supposed to go. The marker was like, "Hey, go here," and there was yep. a uh, a boss or something. He had a, a crown in his head, right. and so I punched him to death. And he dropped like six guns. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Um, cool. and like 150 bullets. And then off I went. But the thing that I was doing in this demo that I didn't do the last time I played it, it was teaching me how to do like um, uh, like some of the crafting, boiling water and making food, um, stuff yep. that wasn't radiated and yep. um, setting up the camp. And then at one stage, it threw me into an event, which I hadn't done before. And it was me right. and like five people running around killing stuff and then going into this abandoned house and um completing tasks in there so that was kind of something different that I okay well that sounds more interesting than anything that's happened to me yeah wait how have i how has this shit missed me maybe it's rng or something i don't know i've yeah i stopped doing the quests because i'm like uh i don't give a fuck about any of this maybe, maybe i have problem. to continue doing that uh, did you do the, the crafting boiling water yeah i got to there and then i stopped yeah uh like, I'm like, oh, I'm not wandering down this road to fucking find some chick I don't give a fuck about. She's clearly dead. Oh, uh, the one at the river? Um, I think yeah, it was the one at the river. Yeah, because I found her, and then it was yeah. like, to test the water and boil it. Um, she had like a water treatment kit on her, and then you go back up, and then it's like, go find this other dude, and I found him, and he was teaching you how to make steaks, and there's like a bunch of, ca- like, double-headed cows at the back or some shit the brahmin yeah, yeah and so you fucking you kill them and you go make you, your steak and uh and then that's when the event kicked off and there was two well, yeah, sort no, of make it, yeah. not near me it was like you can go to these events and and i was like oh that's cool but then one triggered like right, right so on top maybe of i have to continue I, I just felt like i was making more xp not doing that shit right like just hunting around and killing dogs and ghouls and robots i just felt like i was doing more interesting things that way yeah but i guess you have to main path shit yeah right. so it's basically an mmo it's basically an, a shitty mmo like well, it's uh, fallout with friends bones, right? if you can get your yeah, friends in except there. you can't play with friends <laughs> so moment. it's what do we call it fallout right yeah cool yeah <clears throat> it's terrible if, like, they, if they can get all that shit together then maybe it'll be, right. be pretty dull yeah, but at the same time, like the 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 Fallout multiplayer experience that kind of we wanted out of it is not going to exist still. Like the, it's still going to be deathmatch, uh, yep. PvP as opposed to going out and trying to hunt people. Um, yep. Unless something really changes in that meta or they change the way it's designed, I don't see it happening that way. Um, I'll give it another couple of tries over the course of the weekend if I. But I will not play it solo. I refuse to play it solo. Uh, I will like if we can get our friend the friend system working. If they can sort their fucking shit out and get the friend system working, mm. then I will play with with others. But I will not play it solo. I have zero interest in playing that game on my own. Uh, I'm not. I'm not just main part. Like fuck that shit. God. Oh yeah. There goes my screen. Especially if everybody else is you run into is playing it as a group, and all of a sudden like it's you versus four other people in a group, and yeah. I just yep. don't see them balancing it that way. 
No. Um, or if there's any fucking matchmaking at all, or like how that'll work. We'll, Don't know. <clears throat> we'll see. Yep. But yeah, right. not a great experience. Like I, I think the um, uh, like something about the fucking the keyboard layout is not great either. It just seems weird the way they've got oh. to set it up. Why is escape tab? This is their first time making a fucking. Like, you know there's an escape key on the fucking keyboard, motherfuckers, right? Why do I go back with the tab key? Yeah. That's fucking high. Fuck that shit. It's so annoying. Mm. Holy shit. Everything else, yeah. Every time I press tab to bring up my uh, inventory, if you hold it for, like, even a third of a second, it immediately turns in your light instead. And so I'm sitting there, like, fucking flashing <laughs> like a fucking disco. Like, blink, 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 blink. And I'm like, just fucking open up the fucking inventory. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, there's a dog, like, running at me. Like, maybe I'm killing it with fucking epilepsy instead of fucking, like, the gun that I'm trying to access. Yeah. I can't work out how to, act, like, equip more than one gun either. I don't know. It's the same it's as Fallout. Me. You go to the menu, the weapons menu, you start favoriting things favoriting that's what it is i'd forgotten anyway it sucks (laughs) and then um there's like a weapon wheel that you bring up which i think is new i don't remember it being in the other games um and then you just kind of select it through there so it's like oh this one's my fucking knuckle busters i was running around punching punching dogs nice um and then uh, i found a, a a baseball bat with barbed wire on it and then I was cool. using that, but then I found a rifle with 150 bullets and like yep. six other guns. So I was like, "Fucking sweet, I'm good." Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I feel like I need to play more of that on PC alone to sort of get an idea of like what it's like playing by yourself, um, and sort of how that evolves in terms of the other people being around you at the same time. But they, uh, you can play, you can play on your own, and then just carry me through <laughs> other shit when we play together. Yeah. Um, they extended the beta today an extra four hours because I guess the majority of people couldn't get in on that first day. And also Mm -hmm. because it's sort of like a paid beta, right? The people that are getting in are the ones that uh, have pre-ordered the game. Pre-ordered, yeah. So you don't want to fucking upset them. Yep. Um, but yeah, the the times they've got at this beta at the moment are are all in the morning, I think, for us. Like today's kicked off at 5 a.m. And ran yep. till, is it two, two something like that? Yeah, two. Yeah. Anyway, not yep. a not a great start to a game that's supposed to be out in two weeks, fourteen days, something like that. Oh, uh, have you seen all the names that you see of people in game? Yeah, that's it's their Bethesda login Yeah, account. Maybe? Yeah, that's not good. Are they are they fucking nuts? What the fuck? That's crazy, because that's how their fucking friend system works, is based on your account name as opposed to... So why do you create a character name? What's the point of that? I don't know. The other issue with that is, like, people are now trying to log into your account, right? Yeah, exactly. They they can, like, they just have to fucking guess a fucking password now. Yeah. And what, fucking I'm going to get emails constantly because yeah. there's some bot just stealing people's and names. So, there's no, like, two-factor authentication either, so... Yeah, it's just, it's asking for trouble. I cannot believe they did this. Yeah. Holy shit. They've, they've fucked this up so hardcore. Like, and this, yeah, like I said before, this is not like, oh, it's a beta, they'll fix things. This That's not what this is. This is like, just 
who the fuck is running things behind the scenes here? Because they're clearly, like, half-assing it. Just garbage shit. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Red Dead. Red Dead. You can talk about uh, this week. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Okay. Um, so, I, this unlocked for me at 10 p.m. Uh, I wasn't, like, set... I didn't set my PlayStation in New Zealand time or anything. I just... I was, like, sitting there at my PlayStation, and it ticks over to 10, a, uh, 10 p.m. I'm like, fuck it, let's see if it works. Right. And it did. Maybe and it was a... Did you have a, a countdown saying it'll be ready in blah, no. blah? Just... Yeah, right. Maybe they just unlocked it globally at that time. Yeah, maybe. Month. It didn't like it. It wasn't like locked and then unlocked either. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Rockstar gave me a code that auto worked or something. Usually, and I, you I, were sitting there for two days, being like, oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> "No, I only got it. I only got it that day, actually, like f- four hours prior." Uh, it actually, I basically just finished downloading it because it is ninety gigabytes. I hmm. just finished downloading it when it's. Like got to, I think it was like nine fifty when I finished downloading it. Yep. Uh, and so I was playing. Actually, I was playing the Spider Man DLC up until ten o'clock, uh, and I was like periodically jumping in and out to check if the download had finished. Right. Do you play as uh, Black Cat in that DLC or not? Uh, not as far as I can tell. <clears throat> oh, right. uh, you're only playing as Spider Man. The extent to which I played it, but I only did the first mission. I didn't do the second one yet. So right, I thought maybe you did. two in the heist or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so um, Red Dead, yeah, played it. Uh, knocked out the first chapter in about eighty minutes, which is good. It's what I wanted to have happen. That's the tutorial uh, I area. Spend too much. Yeah, it's it's none of it really impacts uh, like anything beyond that initial part you can't really free roam or anything like that so i wanted to get to um valentine and the horseshoe outlook overlook as fast as humanly possible uh and then um yeah i got to do whatever the fuck i wanted um and i guess i'd done whatever the fuck i wanted in my previous previous session the only one in australia uh but yeah i guess this was free is still you know things mattered now so i i if i didn't want to impact my game worlds sure. i had to you know be careful with what i who i was shooting and uh who i was robbing and what i was doing all that kind of stuff um yeah it was um it's all i've done for the last week uh like i have been waking up I've been dreaming about Red Dead. Not like cowboy shit, Red Dead. Uh, and I wake up at like fucking 6.30 and I'll get up and I will play Red Dead. Because, mm. uh, you know, I still got to do work <clears throat> yeah. during the day. Uh, so I have been like, for the two and a half hours prior to nine o'clock, I've just been playing Red Dead. And then I will do work. And at lunchtime, I will play Red Dead, and then I will do some work yep. uh, until about three o'clock, when I will knock off and I'll play Red Dead until my wife gets home, and we will have dinner, and then I'll play more Red Dead. Mm-hmm. And that is all I've been doing for the last fucking week. Uh, so you finished it then? Because last week you told me you'd be done by the time I got back, <laughs> that you finished it before me, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, totally. How's that going? No. I am at chapter four. I have no idea how many chapters there are, uh, but I feel like I'm in the tail end of the game. I like. I, I feel like I, if it is like a mountain, I feel like I am on the uh, the the downward slope, I guess. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I've got no fucking idea, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Chapter four, and if it takes as long as the last ones, I'm going to maybe finish by the time Battlefield 5 comes out. When's maybe. that? November 12th? Yeah, you'll finish before that. Okay. Uh, maybe. Sure. So. Fucking 10 days. Mm. Do you know what I did for two hours last night, Luke? What did you do for two hours last night? Well, I hunted. Uh, I hunted <laughs> animals. Right. Uh, I did have a plan, and then I was like, you know what? If I just, if I just, uh, if I just went and got my bear suit uh, finished, then I could finally focus and do other shit. So I needed two perfect rabbit pelts. I needed um, a perfect bison belt. Uh, sorry, pelt. Yeah. And I need a a perfect bull belt pelt. Uh, so I, uh, I went and hunted rabbits. Uh, oh, one perfect boar pelt as well. Uh, I hunted the boar, um, found the bison. It was very difficult. Uh, still haven't found the bull and I've been traipsing all the over wolf. trying to find a fucking, a bull, a, a bull. bull. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. If I see one in like a farm, I'm just going to walk up and stab it in the throat. I feel like that's like, the only places I've seen one. I can't, I'm pretty sure I've seen one in a similar place. I just cannot remember where. Uh, I've seen lots of cows. I've got a fuck ton of perfect cow pelts. Uh, they were not crazy about me murdering cows in a, in their, in their barn, paddock. but, but uh, they weren't quick enough to stop me. And I was wearing my scary cat skull mask. I've got a bunch of masks. So many fucking terrifying masks. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I was wearing my mask, so they could, and I was wearing most of my bear outfit. And so, this game is fucking ridiculous, man. Like the shit that it does is fucking ridiculous. Um, they, if I'd been wearing my regular clothes and not wearing a mask, they would have been like, "That's Arthur Morgan. He's up to no good. He's the one who's stabbing all our cows and and <laughs> like." peeling their skin off while we stand there like yelling at the sheriff to stop him hmm. uh because i had different clothes on because i had a different horse because my stupid horse died uh yeah they didn't know it was me yeah yeah i've read so, that that's how fucking complex it gets you need to like wear different insane. clothes and like use different guns and a different horse otherwise they start to know who you are the gun thing didn't seem to matter too much, but, uh, yeah, the horse, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, so they didn't know it was me and I managed to get away and yeah, I, I stole some goats from a, a pen as well, some perfect goat pelts a bit later, so that was pretty good. Mm. Um, made out like a bandit. But yeah, that was two hours. Didn't make any in-game progress. Um, what else have I done? Went traipsing all over the roofs of, uh, Saint-Denis. Uh, instead of, I was, uh, I was supposed to go see a dude about, uh, like some, some strange mission. I was supposed to go do it. <clears> and <throat> then I saw I could climb a ladder. Oh yeah. And that, then I spent two hours climbing all over the roofs of the I, only city in the game, as far as I can tell. I don't think there's anything up there. 
There is not. I've tried uh, looking. You can jump on stuff. Uh, I was like, I'd jump on a tram, or I'd call my horse over to me, and I'd jump off the roof and onto my horse. All that kind of shit. Yeah. Just dumb shit. Super dumb shit. Um, but yeah, like you can do it. Uh, obviously, we, we went hunting for a vampire. Um, that was actually pretty irresponsible of me because I did that during a time when I was supposed to be working. Uh, but uh, it, it didn't matter. Uh, I got away with it. I just had to work a bit later. Yeah, and right. uh, it tuned in some other Red Dead time. Uh, did you want to talk about that? How that yeah. came about? Yeah. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> Luke, Luke hits me up. Oh, hits up me and Nate in our Facebook, and he's like, uh, look at this picture. And it's like writing scrawled on a wall. Uh, sorry, writing scrawled in a book, right? That's the crazy thing. For some reason, why are you hedging shit? Why are you, like, not showing us the full details? You're like, oh, yeah, look at this. And I'm like, um, some weird writing. And like, yeah, I found it on a wall. And then you wouldn't show us the fucking wall. So I had to go find the fucking thing myself. And, like, you're like... Yeah, it's got a map up in the top, like, corner. And I'm like, I'm, like, using the map. I'm like, yeah, it's here. This is where it is on the map. I'm like, I've solved this shit. I know where it is. I'm going straight to it. And I run over there. And, like, he does it. And he draws the fucking map. I'm like, that's a map of the location of where he found it, for fuck's sake. Luke knew this. And I've been hunting where to go the whole fucking time. But he refuses to fucking let me in on anything. I just meant to understand what any of this fucking random words mean. Or, like, any idea. Because I think it was on Monday night. I don't remember when I sent it to you. Monday or Tuesday night. Yeah. It was a while ago, because the first one I had was so far back in my journal. Yeah, yeah. Same with me. And it, and it happened to be because I was on a mission near that and uh, yep. I'd accidentally seen it or walked past like the butcher that's there or the general store and I saw it. I was like, what's that? When I it yep. came up and I was like, what the fuck? Started reading it and it was like the ring of blood or something. I'm like, what the f-? <laughs> like show yeah. Do you guys know what the fuck this means? I found this on a wall. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we dug in, like I dug into it and like I still think, I think we haven't finished it. I'm going to be honest. I think we haven't finished that puzzle. I think there's more to it. Because there's still elements that don't make sense to me. Five's bones. He writes it down incorrectly. He transcribes it incorrectly off the wall. He writes five's bones. Instead of five's uh, bodies. But it's five bodies is what it actually writes. And like, yeah, so there's that. And there's other transcription errors throughout the fucking, like the whole fucking mission. But there's also the idea of there being six before the the beast will be sated. And that didn't play into it at all. Like, I could not see any element where six played into it. And it doesn't make sense to me. And there's, um, you found a, you have, you, you have another video, right? Um, where you found something. <laughs> yeah. Before anyone else in the world. <clears throat> there's another stage to that. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I obviously, I didn't, uh, Junglist was telling me, uh, like, he found another stage to that puzzle. Yeah. I think there's always another, st- like, not always, but there's a lot of extra steps yeah, that right. you can go through. Yeah, so that I one, think- that one in particular, there was, um, there was two lines in that. It's, it's basically, there's a bunch of, there are shacks, like, all, all throughout the world. And um, some of them are fucking super weird and they'll have like strange stories behind them. And this one yeah. in particular had this note in there. And there were um, 
there were two lines in there that really stood out to me. The first line, which talked about like a, a time, uh, the time of day. And, uh, At the half moon <clears throat> after two. Yeah. And then it started morning dribbling on about all this bullshit. And um, anyway, I ended up solving that one. And uh, further down below, it talks about a place. And yeah. I, I'd not... Um, discovered I'd, it. Uh, no, because it's on the... It's on the west side of the map. Yeah. And and at that stage of the game, like 60, 80 hours in, most of the stuff you do, majority of it is on the east side. You go to Strawberry a bit early yeah. on, but you don't you don't venture up into that area. So I hadn't yeah. found that. But because I'd actually looked it up like like um, on the map and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a place because there were a couple of mounts already on there. Um, yeah. But I hadn't gone to that bit yet. And... Yeah. Um, once I got back and started exploring a bit more, I'd found it and went up there and there's, sh- there's some shit up there that you can find. Um, so yeah, I think there might be a second part to, to the one we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, never, nevertheless. Um, so you, you, we went like, you had to find these five markings on the wall and it, <laughs> it wound up drawing a map. Uh, Luke found all the markings. Luke did all the heavy lifting. I was sitting there like, deciphering this these riddles uh, didn't really wind up playing into it which is why I'm, I'm certain that it, like there must be something more yeah because they are they are written as riddles yeah right um so do you know how so I found yeah. that second one I think no. I told you I was I was so the first one you found on like the Monday or, or Tuesday it was just some random yeah. shit I'm like what the fuck is this and then the second one I got a stagecoach from the east side of the map I think I was in Blackwater and I got yep. it back down to St. Denis and I was sort of just going around all the shops and buying the stuff that they've got because they'll be local. Like you go to this place, it's like they got local garb or, or like a local clothing. And um, and the stagecoach dropped me off in this corner and the gun shop was up here and I was like, I'll just fucking run. There's no point getting my horse in there. And so I run down the alleyway and I get to the like the corner of another one and I see something flash up on my screen I'm like what the fuck is that and then I turn around and there was like another one of those notes I'm like holy shit this is the second <laughs> one this is, like, this is like a thing and so I sent you guys that message I'm like there's gotta be more around here and that's when yeah. I found the third one like super close to the second the one we just found and mm-hmm. um it was literally in like the same area and I was like there's a third one now and I was like this is definitely going somewhere like cause it was saving each time the game was saving progress um auto saving so i knew it was doing something because it wouldn't yep. make any sense it was just updating the journal and being like oh whatever um yeah and eventually it just led to me literally fucking running around each block looking for these inscriptions on the wall like covering all the corners so from here i found the two i started going south like i went in the complete opposite direction of where i was supposed to be going um yeah I think I searched every single block in that uh, in Saint Denise. It took me fucking ages, and I eventually found all of them. Um, and at one stage, I'm like, I messaged you. I'm like, you have to come help because I don't know where this. Like, there's got to be more. I'm like, because yeah. <laughs> it's it's done something, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. I think it. Yeah. So was it a bug or something? I don't know. I don't know. I can't what, remember what if it was a bug there. or if I found it and then fucked it up. No, no, you can't have found it. Yeah, I think it fucked up. You can't have found it. Yeah, because there's no way that map that it drew, it drew a map 
that has no <laughs> correlation to any fucking set of buildings in the game. Yeah. Which is really weird to me. Like, there's a lot of weird shit. Like, there doesn't seem like there'd be a reason for them to have an asset in the game. Right? That's what that's what's throwing me. Hmm. Why would that asset exist in the game when it doesn't actually relate to anything in the game? Yeah. I just think Maybe he's just a shit drawer. That's just what I put it down to. He just can't draw <laughs> shit. He is a shit transcriber. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, we follow that one and yeah... I, I I joined the hunt at this point. Uh, you found the fifth one. Uh, we both had the same map. We like we were coordinating. We were sitting on Discord. <laughs> I was on my phone on Discord, so I could sit on the fucking PlayStation at the same time. Uh, and um, yeah, it draws this map on like the church, and I'm like, it's at the church, and I'm like fucking bashing the door in the church. I'm got this yeah, like so was I. there's like a crypt on each side. There's a grave. This is gravestones. It's like a dude standing near some of the walls. Um, at one stage, I get to the church and there's like a stranger <laughs> mission happening. I'm like, this is fucking it. Like it's going. Like some dude's getting robbed with, and he's got a lady with him. She's like, he's the vampire, and um, and like I murder the dude that's trying to rob them, and then they're like, oh, thank you very much, and then they start walking off together, and I'm fucking following them because like the lady's out in front. And the guy is behind them, and they're just walking along. I'm like, oh, she's gonna, she's gonna cop it. Like, she'll be taken down some alley, and he'll turn into a vampire or something. No, eventually, like, two minutes goes past, and they start fucking sprinting. I'm like, they're running away from me. What's going on? And yeah, they just left. And I was like, this is not right. This doesn't seem like it's it. I don't know what's going on. Um, and I'm so, like, uh, is I- it happening to you? <laughs> Yeah, so that never happened to me, and I'm, like, wandering around the church, doing all the same things, bashing into the doors, like, inspecting everything. I'm like, oh, church service is at 8am, we'll have to wait till 8am. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, like, waiting till 8am. I'm like, there's a dude yeah. coming, he's here, he's here to the door. And then he, like, he gets in, tra- like, I'm bashing on the door, and he's, like, trespassing, witness found or whatever. And so he goes yeah. and calls the cops, because I'm, like, trying to break into this fucking church. <laughs> so that wasn't it. Yeah, so uh, I'm like, okay, it, like the night, like a full day had passed at this point. Sitting here at this ch- the church, nothing's happened. I'm like, uh, I don't know. There's got to be something else. So I reinvestigated the map, and I noticed that the only part that was actually center to the pentagram, the half ass pentagram, uh, was the street. And so I'm like, <clears throat> let's go investigate the street itself. And uh, yeah, I was looking. At everything I could, and on the mini map I saw an X, which indicates a dead body. Yeah, and someone you can loot basically. I'm like, fuck! I didn't kill anyone. I I go over and, and that's it. The cutscene. We got to we we found the vampire. Luke did all the hard work, and I got to fucking <laughs> experience. I got it. to find it. Yeah, um, which was pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Like it's just cr- that that is to me. The beauty of this game is that level, that insane amount of detail over for things that people will never see. Yeah. For things so many people will never, ever see. Uh, like, double tap L1 to put away a gun, hmm. and it'll do, like, fucking Fancy. gun tricks. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to see that. I did it by accident. That's how I found it, yeah. is by doing it by accident. Like, but they had it in there. They have it in there. 
for you to do that kind of shit or like all the the food stuff like you know eating different kinds of foods the different levels of drunk you can get uh like all this kind of stuff that has no tangible impact on the game experience itself except to further drag you in and and like keep you in the game and yeah. keep you wondering what crazy thing you're going to see next yeah uh, it's staggering you know the way I've, i i was wondering like riding uh trying to find bison yesterday because there is a mission early on where you hunt bison mm-hmm. but i just couldn't like i knew it was in the heartland somewhere i just couldn't remember exactly where the fuck it was so i'm like combing these fucking heartlands trying to find these giant cows and uh like i ride past like a herd of horses and um like one of them's on the like lying on the ground and like i pop out my binoculars to see what's going on i'm like oh is it like did it die or something but no it's just like rolling around on the ground scratching its own back and shit like it's it's acting like a horse independent of me doing anything like they they made it be more Mm horse-like and stuff like that or like uh i came across a pack of wolves that had killed a boar and like they just they literally just killed the boar and uh instead of like there was a bunch of boars there instead of chasing down the other boars they all stopped and went and ate that one like they went fed on that one boar until i shot them with my shotgun yeah because they apparently want to eat me as well um like yeah this this attention to detail but it's not like general detail this these are details that nobody would generally care about if the horses didn't act like horses i i don't think it would matter if they all just sort of stood and walked around like horses Mm. that'd be fine with me but like yeah rolling around to scratch themselves or two bucks having a fucking head smash and getting their like uh antlers tangled together like stuff like that or like being able to shoot fish in the water with your gun or with a bow or with a throwing axe or with a fucking uh dynamite like the fact that you can kill they just they're things it's not like they 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 exist at all times this like this stuff sure. happens at all times and like it's it's a world for you to exist in and Hmm. i am staggered by it like the way you can burn a house down uh or like people will remember interacting with you oh yeah uh or have you seen the 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 guys that get bitten by the snake and then like he shows up in town I talked about this last week, how, like, you did. They're, they're one of the things, like, uh, I keep seeing this. You stick. See, a, see a bit too much. But I, yeah, I agree. I had one instance yesterday where I ran into a guy, and it was one of the same guys again, who yeah. had been bitten before, and he commented on that. He's like, you've been bitten again, like, type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I had a dude this morning, and he's like, oh my god, it's you again! I've been bitten again! You gotta, you gotta suck it out again! And Arthur's like... Uh, I can't believe time. I'm doing this again. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, this is the last time I'm doing this. Um, yeah, like, uh, it's just, or like, 
Uh, a fence, like the fence in Santini, I uh, I tried to rob him. Yeah. Uh huh. And no, I, I I did try to rob him so I could get him to open up his back room, but I couldn't get it. So I, I saved. Yeah, guns. it's part of a mission. Uh, it is. I have done that mission. Uh, no. Um, I got. I was like running in to buy a trinket from the fence, and I ran in and I like basically bowled someone over before I got in there and uh I was buying and then this dude like walked in and uh punched me right and so I uh I ended him and uh I must have gone a bit too far because uh the fence like was like oh my god and he was like running away as witness to a murder and I'm like ah fuck I can't (laughs) Can't I can't let this so I uh I lassoed him uh, before he got out of his store and then I like dragged him back and uh, he didn't like I couldn't intimidate him as a witness he didn't want to be intimidated yeah. so I had to beat the fuck out of him <laughs> to stop him from saying anything it took like fucking four or five hits before he was like okay I won't say anything I'm like cool now well first the next time I went back uh, to the fence in Saint Denis I don't really go to the fence all that much the next time I went back he was bandaged yeah. and bloodied and bruised and shit yeah and then the time after that uh he's like i'll sell to you but don't loiter oh i'll, I'll actually call the cops this time <laughs> like yeah. that's amazing like he remembers being a witness mm. it's not that like yeah that's fucking staggering to me it's yeah it's not that he remembers me he remembers being a witness to a crime by me and the results of that like that's fucking bananas that's that's out of control that's that's crazy to me and yeah there's all that stuff that's why i don't i'm not playing the fucking story because i keep like trying to find the next crazy fucking thing i find like i found a fucking viking axe which was i was pretty proud of um i was looking at um like, I was looking up to see if anyone else had found the vampire yesterday. Uh, and I found out that there's a helmet that I somehow missed. <laughs> right. Well, near the axe that I didn't fucking pick up. But I got the axe, so who gives a fuck? Um, I don't give... I'm not going to wear a fucking helmet. Um, yeah, I found, like, uh, another... Like, this other weird hatchet as well. Uh, I still haven't found the hatchet that we unlocked in GTA Five. I have no idea where the fuck that is. Uh, You're supposed to just get it, I thought. No, that's what, that definitely hasn't happened. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and like, you know, I'm hunting legendary animals, doing legendary fishing, like regular fishing. I've Have you done the so fishing, fish. legendary fish? Yeah, it's, that's a fucking easy, pain in the ass. It's easy. Oh, it must have been the one I did. The mission was fucked. It took me like 10 uh, minutes. My hands were destroyed. There's a... There's a bit of a trick to it. Which, what's that? Uh, when you press down on the thumbstick and then pull back again, yeah. he yanks them. Yeah, yeah, and then you start reeling again. But you make, like, a good five-minute meters. Yeah. If you just do that over and over, you will yank them basically most of the way. Mm. Uh, you just do that, like, do that one when they're struggling, and they don't make any, like, they don't go away at all. Yeah, that's, that, that's a tooltip. If you pull it up, then... Yeah. But it but says you, have to, you can split yeah, the Yeah, so it says to pull up, but you have to push it down first to actually get a bunch of fucking distance out of it. So if you push down and then pull up, it'll actually, like, fully yank. If you just pull up, you'll just, like, jerk it a bit. Yeah. And you won't get much distance out of it. 
If you do that, you're you're yeah, fishing's not that that I think, still a lot I think it was just this fucking fish, fish. It was huge, it was massive. That's how I lost my horse is uh from a fish. Caught, <laughs> caught the uh, yeah, there's a legendary fish just outside of Saint Denis. Uh and to fish for it either you have to be on a boat or you could do like I did and uh stand on the railway tracks and uh fish for it. And um I caught <laughs> the fish. Yeah. That's literally amazing. as a train was coming around and my horse which i had parked like off the train tracks helpfully wandered up to come help me like not have to carry this fucking giant fish so it walks down the train tracks i'm like no 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 no, <laughs> go back go back and i'm like fuck what am i gonna do because my choices at that point were lose my horse or lose this fish <laughs> and i don't think i think if you lose the fish it's gone like I don't, sure. I don't think you get back. So I'm like, seahorse. But I love my horse. <laughs> uh, so I, I, what I was trying to do was put the fish on the horse and then get on the horse and then ride away. Uh, but sadly, mm. uh, yeah, did not manage. Otherwise, like if the horse hadn't been uh, on the tracks, I would have just jumped off the fucking tracks into the water with the fish and seen what happened. Right. Uh, but yeah, so I lost, I lost Diana. <clears throat> My favorite horse. I'm now. Are you naming your up. horses after superheroes? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, my wife is naming my horses after superheroes. Although Daryl, I think Daryl is either named after Daryl Strawberry, the baseball player, or after Daryl from The Office. Right. But neither is a particularly great choice because he is a extremely black horse and it feels like she went somewhere <laughs> pretty racist when she was naming Darren. right uh he's a great horse though he's fucking amazing he's better than diana was uh he shreds eh? um yeah he's super fast so i'm, I'm very proud of daryl uh i'm still i'm not full bonded yet but i'm getting up there yeah the fucking horse bonding and like every time he do it he's like ah oh, you're a good boy and he's like really nice to the horse and you feed it shit and you're like you get attached i get attached because he's attached he seems super attached yep. to the horse and shit um yeah and yeah it is the like i guess the first portion of the game i was sitting there i'm like fuck i don't like having to ride mm. from place to place this is driving me a bit bonkers like, I'm getting a bit grumpy having to, like, fucking... Sure. I'm riding from Valentine all the way to Emerald Ranch and back again, and it's feeling a bit fetch questy and blah, 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 blah. But now I, like, I relish those rides. Uh, I feel like you just have to get over this hump. Like, you can fast travel. Mm. You can, like, take a coach. As long as you don't have a bounty on you. Yeah. You can take a coach somewhere, or you can hop a train, or... If you spend enough money, you can unlock the fast travel, but it's only one way in your camp. It's still better, like, it's still faster than riding the entire way across the map yourself. Yeah. If you're in fucking Saint Denis and you need to get to fucking Strawberry, then you're best off fast traveling. Yeah. Um, and I would recommend that if you feel like doing it, like, don't hoard your money because, yeah. like, spend it there's no point hoarding yep. it there's nothing you use it for other than buying shit and bounties uh mm. in my game at the moment i've got like twenty four thousand dollars. like you right. get a shitload <laughs> of money don't be afraid yeah. to use it <clears throat> especially if you start getting towards the end of the game i feel like definitely use yeah. it at that stage 
Um, well, yeah, I uh, I had to use it to buy a thousand dollar fucking horse. So uh, yeah, I um, I have chunked through my cash quite well, but um, yeah, it's like you can use that to like the stagecoach from fucking uh, um, Saint Anita Strawberry seems fucking expensive at the start of the game because uh, like twenty five bucks. You're like, fuck, that's pretty hefty, but. Where I'm at, I've still got like oh, yeah. 1600 bucks. 25 bucks, fuck it. Stop him. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you just, it did feel like it didn't respect your time. And now it feels like it makes sense. Like, I get why they did it now. Like, I'm, I understand it now. I don't think, I still think it could be a bit better. Like, um, uh, there are certain things that still drive me bananas, like uh, very slowly opening up drawers uh, in houses that I'm looting, or uh, when I'm... Is it selling shit to my butcher? Yeah. To the butcher at the camp? You're like, you do it like one at a time, and it's like a single sec- a full second press. Every time you sell something, you're like, just fucking choppity, fucking choppity. Which is shit. weird because... At some people, you sell it, all you have to do is press X, and it sells it. Tap, 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 yeah. yeah. And other people, it's like, you got to hold it? Yeah, it's very annoying. Uh, but, like, those are just minor annoyances. They don't really impact anything. Yeah, that's like, that's they, like I they said just last sort of are like, eh, this could be a little bit better, but I still wouldn't trade it. It's, yeah, it's such a fucking amazing spectacle of a game. There's always something new to see and do, and... You're always like your own. You're creating your own goals constantly. Uh, you, it's it. It captures that perfect fucking balance between, like, uh, encouraging you to to story missions while also forcing you to analyze your own priorities mm-hmm. you know eat food drink something feed your horse uh like maybe hunt so that you can bring something back to the camp then you got to do a mission uh like loot those dead bodies oh now you got ambushed oh here's a ku klux klan fucking rally now you gotta go murder all of them obviously yeah. and dump them in a fire uh yeah, like, you just, like, that cascading thing. Then I always talk about that, that one thing that I love about video games uh, when they give you the freedom to decide what you want to do, how you want to do it, and then they empower you to go and do it. Sure. The story is amazing as well. The characters are fantastic. Arthur Morgan's a fucking dude. He's the best. Dutch is... There's something weird going on with Dutch... At my point in the story, I won't talk too much about the story, but I am enthralled with how they're telling this story and with how Dutch, to me, seems like this... Uh, he seems like a better cult leader than fucking Fall, uh, Far Cry 5's cult. Yeah. Like, I I could see people following Dutch Vanderlind. He is charismatic, and he is, you know, uh, he has this strength of conviction about him. Whereas in Far Cry 5, it sort of felt like pantomime. Like he was saying the right words, but he was just going through the motions mm. of being... Dutch Dutch believes everything he says, or if he doesn't, he's a damn good actor. Yeah. 
pretending he does. Well, that's you know? why I said and, it last week, right? Is that I think that, like, aside from uh, Arthur and John, like, his performance is really yeah. fucking good because, like, it makes you believe that this dude is a leader and he knows what... Yeah, and, exactly. and, like, the arc that it builds up of, like, going from nothing to everything and then yeah. whatever happens from there. It's, yeah, it's really... It's a really cool way to tell it. Like, ultimately, we know where he ends up in, in yeah. like Red Dead, right? Because this is obviously yeah. a prequel. But yeah. seeing that, like, how where these characters came from, not only that, but like starting off with this fucking gang, who is twenty, twenty five people deep, and then interacting with these people and watching people like get killed or you know turn on you and things like that. It's just really interesting because uh, yeah. you were talking about like the Lenny mission um, and yeah. how that works and just like sort of how the, those relationships sort of pan out throughout the story the Lenny mission for anyone who hasn't played the game because it's quite early on yeah but uh, you go to a bar with Lenny and you guys get you drunk, drunk. that's the mission spectacular it is such an it's such a red dead it's such a sorry a rock star mission <laughs> yeah it is but it's it's executed perfectly it is a brilliant mission. I loved it. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, that, that mission. And, like, you do other... You see the relationships. I spend so much time wandering around the camp talking to people. Not because... Because it doesn't tick... It doesn't... Uh, as far as I can tell, it doesn't tick over and make you your relationship with the camp stronger or improve morale. There's no, like, tangible benefit. But I want to know how these people are going. Because you learn more about the world every time you talk talk to them and you learn more about other people in sure. the camp every time you talk about them yeah. i spent like fucking ages terrified for uh what's her name molly o'shea or something so she was she came up to talk to me about something and she got interrupted and we had to go do some other mission um and i was like i didn't see her for a while after that i'm like i think she's been murdered like i'm terrified that she's been she's been killed and she doesn't you know it doesn't seem like she deserves that uh like other characters as well like uh mary linton is it like your old flame and like there's there's all kinds of stuff all relationship building going on there and then you go and you dig a bit further and you can read uh, arthur's journal mm. and the shit he writes is depressing it's like this is a dude who is given up hope he's like this i am a killer like he says it actually a bunch of times uh he'll talk to the people in the camp and they'll be like what do you what, what's on your mind arthur and he'll be like i i i don't know what's wrong with me i i go on killing sprees i kill innocent people i just do it i don't know why i do it he talks about it a lot like he is a man who has recognized that his place in the world is is done for you know the the time the day of the outlaw is over and arthur recognizes it and he is he seems convinced that he can't fit into a world where like he is an outlaw and that's all he is and he doesn't think he has an option and he says that a lot in his journal and i think it's you know it's really well written like and it's like you said, like fucking spectacularly acted and mm. like, yeah, it just, there's this melancholy that 
contrasts with everything. It sort of reminds me of, like, those times when, like, you are able to turn shit around for yourself by distracting yourself. You know, like, uh, you're, you're keeping shit uh, 100 because you managed to have enough distractions to to stay there and then when you when the distractions go away and it's just you like you are just super low Mm. like that's not how i feel all the time by the way anyone who's concerned uh but like yeah it does happen you know like and that's that's arthur's place in this world is one of like confusion he doesn't know how he exists moving forward and he's scared for his family and like the the gang is his family and yeah all that kind of stuff i think it's fucking brilliant right um i've I've seen some complaints about it on twitter i think i was raging at you on facebook but i've seen some complaints people being like oh you know rockstar always do this you know this oh it's so sad to be a man stuff but that's so fucking dismissive that's so fucking like fuck that shit I didn't like oh you you were complaining yeah sorry sorry. I was complaining about (laughs) other people saying this Uh, like yeah it's so fucking dismissive the way people I think they've created a character who represents that concept really fucking well and like anyone writing it off because because it's Rockstar game because it's a GTA game or whatever the fuck I think they they fucked like they they're poisonous they're toxic to games that is that is an attitude that will hold us back for the rest of eternity if the only games that are allowed to have like attempt some sort of fucking deeper meaning are anything not triple a then we will never fucking never get to a point where games are recognized universally by everyone but what we need are people who you know we need the rock stars to and you know fucking assassin's creed you know making it universal who everyone can fuck in odyssey right like that sort of shit is what we need nobody complained about it in odyssey why would you complain about taking on the you know depression Mm. in a fucking rockstar game why would that be a fucking bad thing that's insane to me Actually, speaking of complaints, another thing, my brother hit me up and he's like, I don't think, I, I think I hate Red Dead. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't talk to me anymore. And he's like, no, seriously, I can't, I can't do anything in this game without like getting a fucking bounty on my head. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? How, like, the only time I get a bounty on my head is generally when I accidentally shoot someone in the brain in the middle of town that's the only time i get a bounty on my head otherwise it's very easy shoot the witness in the back of the brain and ride the fuck away like don a mask quick as you can hold l1 switch your mask put the mask on whip out the gun red uh dead eye back of the brain easy peasy no more witness just shoot right away like i think a lot of people are being confused about that system like sometimes you'll be investigated but they may not know who it is like it'll pop yeah. up but yeah they don't know it's you underneath it'll tell you whether or not they know who it is um, they'll say yeah suspect unknown 
or it'll say after. Yeah, I think a lot of Morgan. people are being confused by that, being like, oh, it's every time I do something, something happens. Like, no, only if the police come and they know then they can tell who who that person is or if there's a witness or something, then you'll get a bounty on your head. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get away with it. Yeah, 100%. And it turned out the, the real problem he had was that he was like blasting his through... Well, his way through the streets of Valentine yeah. at a hundred fucking kilometers an hour on his horse, <laughs> and he'd ridiculous. like he'd murder someone, like vehicular manslaughter shit, and uh, they'd be like, "Can't do that, oh, bounty time." And he's like, "Yeah, but that's that's how you play GTA." I'm like, "But it's not GTA. Just fucking stop playing like GTA. It's pretty easy. Like you can get this. Just play the game like you like. Everything has weight. Every there's a there's a patience." that you need in this game but it pays off immensely I don't know I uh we're definitely doing a spoiler cast there's so much I want to talk about yeah uh and so much well, you haven't like, finished uh, yet so yeah exactly so, you're not uh, even you're not there yet <laughs> I already feel like it's like it's it's already definitely one of the best games I've ever played I am enamored with all the shit you can do I'm constantly hitting save i'm pretty sure like my playstation hard drive is half full just due to me saving stupid fucking shit i've done in the game yeah because i'm like oh my god you can do this save i've gone through my uh, lists i think i'm up to this third row yeah like i've that's how many saves i've used like you can only there's like one screen and i had to start from the bottom again and work my way up <laughs> um which has been difficult <laughs> and like you yeah, I don't know. It's just it. It is. It's an amazing game. Yeah, I like. I think it's very hard to believe the hype anymore. Sure, but this one, the hype is real. It is such a staggering achievement. Like I cannot believe how much has gone into this game. Uh, yeah. Actually, one of the things I wanted to talk about was I saw a couple of reviews that were talking about the 100 hours that people were putting in to make this game. Sure. I don't think any review should mention that. Yeah. I don't think any review should talk about that at all because it reminds the reverse of those... You know, sometimes we get a review copy of a game and it'll, be, it'll come with a letter. Sure. And I'll say such and such amount of people 215 people worked for this many man hours Mm -hmm. uh away from their families this is their blood sweat and tears we really hope you enjoy it and it's designed to tug at your heartstrings it's designed to create a like uh, sentimental yeah Yeah, emotional david cage or something like that (laughs) yeah i think that was the last one we got right like from i think it was yeah. yeah I find that that shit to be unbelievably manipulative and it's garbage. Well, I don't use it. I don't take any of that into account. I No, I don't punish a game for doing it. Uh, but I, I specifically do not take it into account. I specifically, uh, like, what is it like uh, in, in the courtroom when something's like there's an objection and they're like uh, instructing the jury to ignore... That last evidence. That's yeah, ignore that evidence. The same goes for finding out that they're working hundred hour weeks. Uh, it, it, like apart from the fact that you know, there was an outpouring of Rockstar 
uh, employees confirming and denying. Uh, I think nobody nobody said that they did a hundred a hundred hour week though. But there were people saying, you know, we're doing eighty plus hour weeks for a while there. I think especially in QA, um, there were people doing a lot of hours. Uh, yeah, like I don't one hundred percent. I don't think people should be overworked. Uh, yeah, but I don't think it should be taken into account when you're reviewing a game because for the exact same reasons that you shouldn't take into account uh, the idea that a uh, hundred, like 200 people worked on this for however many hours and suddenly you should find some sentiment in that. Yeah, or like how uh, much money was put in the budget to... Yeah. I don't care how much mo- fucking money this thing cost. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. Like, I care about the final product. As a as a human and as a person who works for a living and doesn't want to be exploited and doesn't want other people to be exploited, one hundred percent. I I do I do think the one hundred hour thing has an impact, but as a critic, I think it is irresponsible mm-hmm. to take it into account. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's pretty yeah. cool that like the things we talked about of. I think the majority of people will will that play the game will end up doing the the main missions and then like all the stranger stuff and those bits and pieces in between. But then like the stuff where we talked about the vampire thing, I think that's okay territory to talk about. Like the weird, because there is just so much of that riddled through it that there's going to be two percent of players, one percent of like ninety percent, ninety nine percent of players aren't going to see that and they're not going to know it existed. They're like, what this game was out for a, a week. And you and I are like the fucking first people to see that in the world that have played yeah. it. And the only reason we did that is to be fucking stumbled across something. Um, yeah, exactly. Like how, and there's so many other things out there like that. I've come across so much weird shit in that game where I've looked at it and be like, I have no idea. I don't know what that means. I've gotten yeah. fucking messages like DMs off of people because apparently I'm like the fucking Red Dead Sherlock Holmes now. Being like, hey, do you know what this symbol on this tree means? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. Or like, someone last night sent me a message, like a piece of paper with writing on it, being like, do you have any idea what this thing means? Send it to me. So now I'm like, this Fuck, guy I solves riddles. riddles. He so can much. fix everything. Fuck yeah, we should be a riddle solving team. We should do it. Um, yeah, but I yeah. think that stuff is really cool. That there's so many, so much deep stuff in there. I talked about it last week, like the, the stories about ghosts, hearing hearing ghost stories around the camp mm. and being like, I'm fucking convinced there are ghosts in this game because otherwise, because I've heard about the stories about you walk around the town, the vampire thing, you, you would yep. hear that in there or the, um, I think the, I heard werewolves. about a wolf man. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like werewolves. Not, not a werewolf. I only heard about a, a wolf man, wolf man. I wonder I'm if that's pretty the... sure that's, that's your naked guy. Oh, isn't is that the naked that's guy? what I figured. Right. I figured it'd be, Naked guy? Maybe there is a war. Yeah. I don't know. And like the fucking story about the, um, you help a stranger and she's talking about how in town there's like a lady in the window. I'm listening. I'm listening. And, um, yeah. And so basically it's like, there is probably stuff that is happening in this town that's a bit creepy. And so I end up spending like an hour looking for this fucking creepy girl on a window. Um, which, you know, ultimately that stuff is really cool. And that's why I ended up spending an hour... <laughs> or no I spent uh, like four or five hours looking for this fucking vampire yesterday um, 
but the fact that like the majority of people are never going to see any of this stuff i think it's really cool and there's like this whole community built around finding all this weird shit that's in the game now um i think that's really fun there there are like i was just exploring yesterday just going around to areas that have previously not been to i'm back and just kind of finding out like all right what is up here what have we got finding a weird fucking house with like grass on its roof and weird symbols on there and i think it was called like mysterious house or something like that it's like (laughs) all right well is this where we're going now um and just seeing like weird symbols around the place and eventually i'm sure that's gonna lead to something um yeah but we're a week in and who fucking knows where all that stuff goes so i'm sure there's tons of stuff to find out yeah yeah absolutely um the emerald ranch thing the lady in the window yeah that that that's been driving me nuts there's so much storytelling around that ranch area and they haven't really gone into it yet and i'm wondering if they're going to or if i have to go back or that's the that's i think that's the it's not the worst it's just a thing in the game that uh shakes me a bit is i am often confused Mm. as to whether or not i should be pursuing a certain storyline or not like i don't know if that's just uh ambient storytelling or like the gunslingers one i feel is a good example right uh because i i killed the well i i didn't kill them all but um no you know i dealt with the gunslingers Mm -hmm. uh the strange mission for the gunslingers and now I can't seem to do the next stage in that mission. Yeah. And I know there is a next stage and I can't work out how to get that to trigger. Yeah. I looked it up cause you were asking me and it's just a, like a timed thing where eventually when you get to a certain point in the game, it'll be like, yeah, I can do that. Right. And I feel like I haven't seen a lot of that in that game. Like I, yeah, I mean, it's, there are, there are like, moments where the fact that exists, I, I guess is throwing me a little, you know, I wonder if there are other things that I'm, yeah, I think because you probably went and did them all right whereas I yeah. the way I did it was when I was near an area I'd be like oh I'm gonna go do that right. now and then sort of yeah. venture out um, yeah okay but yeah, yeah like I get it people play it that way and just go and explore but yeah my only criticism now that I've like from the last week that I've now finished the review and all that sort of stuff is that uh, have you been down towards Blackwater yet? Yeah, only for that um, one mission. So there is um, quite a lot of area in that yeah. place, and yeah. there's at the moment there's just not a lot to do there, and I'm not sure why that is, and it's okay. got me really confused. And okay. I don't know if this is a um, a Red Dead Online thing or if they've got like some DLC planned where there will be stuff happening down there, but. Yeah. There is a lot of area on that map where just nothing happens, and I just don't get yeah, it yet. Okay. It's it's strange. Uh, well, I'll have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the rest of the game... feels like you spend most of it, at least I do, on that yeah. sort of main, sort of eastern yeah. end. You've got that, Strawberry. That part below Blackwater... That's all Red Dead Redemption 1, right? Sure. 
I spend most of my time in Red Dead Redemption too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's um, kind of yeah. yeah, that's why I said last week don't look at the map cuz I felt that was a bit spoilery. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. Oh. Um I think everyone knows that by now. Um I am sort of wondering what animals there will be to kill down there. Uh yeah, you know? I've been down there. There is there's new stuff. That that seems like the only sort of stuff to do down right. in that area. Um, I'm pretty sure there are a couple of legendaries down there right. that I have to go get. Yeah, like the, but yeah, I just don't get. That. Yeah. I just don't understand that area. Why it's there? There's got to be something that they haven't announced yet, or I'm fucking missing something. I I don't know. It's really weird to me. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we're definitely doing a spoiler cast. Uh, yeah, I will continue to attempt to finish it. Uh, yeah, it's about where it. are you at? Chapter four. You just started chapter four. About halfway. Well, I don't know halfway, but I'm a fair chunk into chapter. Four. What's your percentage completion rate? No idea. You don't know. No, I don't look. I think I finished at like eighty six. Right around there. Yeah. Okay. Total completion. Fair enough. Uh, I've been like churning through my challenges and stuff, just trying to get those done. Uh, I don't really know why I don't need anything that they unlock, uh, but I, mm. it's just a cool little aside, a cool little distraction. Like, see if I can shoot what is it, like five birds off off the back of a moving train. I thought that was going to be super easy. You just had to get one that went through the mountains because there's shit tons of birds up there. The real trick with that mission is all the people who get very upset oh, right. <laughs> with you shooting a gun on a train. So basically what you need to do is get rid of everybody on the train and then start the train off and just drive it around. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I managed to finish it by standing on the roof of the train and uh, I dead-eyed five, <laughs> five birds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, yeah, they just got mad every hmm. time. Uh, but yeah, sick game. It's very good. 100% recommend it. Uh, yeah. It's made a fuckload of money. Uh, yeah, it has. <laughs> the biggest of, biggest entertainment thing of all time or some shit. Yeah. Oh, that was right? in the news. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I was going to well, say... Why don't we go straight to it? Yeah, I was going to say something else, but then I, uh, think I forgot. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll get to it at some stage. I can't remember what I was going to say. It was about Red Dead, but... Um, All right. Nah, it's gone. Oh. Alright, so do some news. Excellent. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 had the second biggest entertainment launch in history. It's only second to Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh. I got it. Get owned. Yeah. Get owned, Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. Uh, I got an email. Congratulations, you played yourself. I got yeah, I got an email yeah. about all the things that uh, it it like beat or that it oh, did, yeah. and uh, and I can't find the email, so that's good. Yeah, I thought I would have the email as well. I can't see it here. Ah, oh, here it is. Uh, biggest opening weekend in retail sell through across all entertainment releases. Second biggest launch three days in retail sell through across all entertainment releases. Biggest entertainment launch of 2018. Most pre-ordered full game ever on PlayStation Network. Uh, biggest day one full game sales ever on PlayStation Network. Biggest first three-day full game sales ever on PlayStation Network. Yep. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, also, yeah. it reviewed fucking really well. Yes, it did. Um, when I was at PAX over the weekend, it was sitting at 98 on Metacritic. I think it's since then dropped to 97, so it must be very that yeah, must be a very good game. Garbage. Sounds trash. Trash game. Trash game. Um, as far as I'm aware, it was the highest rated game ever. Right. It seemed like it was pretty fucking high. It's got uh, 81 positive reviews on PlayStation 4, one average, which is a seven. Anyway, that guy's probably dead now. <laughs> uh, which uh, I think I read that review too. Yeah, it was um, it was an odd one. Bit garbage. I felt it. Well, I don't know. Just having like reading through it, it felt like it's he hadn't played that much of it. Uh, like he he'd gotten bored, and because he complains a lot about clunkiness, the clunky movement and stuff like that, and that's a complaint that I've only noticed from people who like I've only just yeah played a bit, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's that it's got like this weighted movement behind it, right? It's not like where you can spin yourself around sixteen times and move really quickly. It's got Arthur's got weight behind the way he moves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and... Yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's a bit... A bit garbage. Seems a bit harsh. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... Because I, I believe the same reviewer... I remember looking at it on Open Critic. The same reviewer was far kinder to another... Like, to other games... So it, yeah, it just came across as clickbait. Hitting it? No, not clickbait. <laughs> I, I think he just, you know, sometimes sometimes you feel like oh, it's such a monumental game that you have to take it a bit more seriously. Mm. But it doesn't. I think it winds up not, uh, it, you know, not naturally reflecting uh, in the landscape of other reviews that you write. You know, I don't think the he was attempting to yoink up a bunch of extra um, hits or anything. It, like, because that's the good thing about Open Critic is that you can look at all of a person's other reviews. Yeah. And so, he, he, like, he gave Red Faction Gorilla the remastered edition an 8 out of 10. And so... If you look at his reviews, because Red Faction Gorilla is an open world style game, uh, if you look at his reviews compared to other reviews in the same genre, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay. You know? uh, but then if you look at his reviews, uh, like compared to like everyone else's reviews, mm-hmm. then yeah. You know, he's he's giving it the weight that I think uh, a game of this magnitude deserves. It's just it's a, an anomaly in his general reviews of games. Does that make sure. sense? Because he gave Spider Man a seven as well. So it's yeah. There's you there's just a bit of a games, sounds like. 
I think he just expects a lot from certain games, and he didn't obviously didn't expect much from a remastered version of Red Faction Guerrilla. So, yeah, when he expects a lot, he is harsher on it. I just think, yeah, it winds up being an imbalanced sort of review type thing. Sure. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, anyway, yeah, made a lot of money. I'm sure there'll be more stuff out um november this month red dead online so soon yes i guess uh hopefully i'll finish the game but should have fingers crossed they could really just dick over somebody and release it when battlefield comes out or something like that right they could just kill one of those games like what else is there this year battlefield it wouldn't kill battlefield but yeah Uh, my uh, Epic Games to open a studio in Australia. This is right. a strange announcement. Yeah. It, it is. All of our AAA studios are left, and now they're returning. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Epic have got a bunch of money, right? So why not? Yeah, Fortnite money. Um, no idea yep. what this entails yet. Don't know what they'll be doing here, whether or not they're just going to be focusing on um, maybe publishing, marketing. Um well, I guess we see what happens, right? It's being run by Tony Reid, who is former uh, CEO of the Game Developers Association of Australia. Yep. And that was announced at the uh, Melbourne Games Week last last week. So yeah, I'm sure we'll find out more information about that, but don't know where they'll open. Maybe Melbourne. Why would you do that, though? Go to Sydney. Exactly. Makes sense. Uh, probably Melbourne. Yeah. Um... Our favorite uh, CFO, EA's CFO, uh, says during a conference call, I think this was him, uh, across multiple studios, we have new projects underway, including games from Respawn that are slated to launch by next holiday season. So that includes uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That's a fucking terrible name, by the way. It's so weird to write. It is, yes. And uh, they're putting it up against their other game, Titanfall 3. This happens every Uh. fucking year. Respawn tries to make a game and Titanfall yeah. is usually pretty good and they send it off to die. Yeah. It's pretty good. And weird. this year... They'll... They could... Like, I reckon... I reckon Titanfall esports would be entertaining as fuck too. But it never gets the fucking... The critical mass it needs to, like, actually get a scene behind it. Yeah. Because EA just shits on it every year that they release yeah, it. Yeah, they just send it out to die. It's dog-ass shit. It's rough. Yeah, yep. it's fucked. Anyway, I'm I'm anyway. pretty sure this CFO said something else last week because uh, I, I was talking to the GameSpot crew who reported on it. Right. Um, right. Yeah, anyway, that guy's an idiot. That was the single player games. No one wants to play them anymore. That was that guy. Oh yeah, right. Classic. Yeah. Um, and the last story we've got here is Battlefield Five: The Battle Rail Mode. I think it's called Firestorm. Is coming out in 2019 Q1. So it won't be available this year. Which is crazy to me. Like, that's insane, isn't it? I think it is a bit... In, like, like, I understand maybe why they're doing it. They want to wait for the game to sort of slow down a bit and then build it back up during Q1. Yeah, I guess, but... I don't know. It's just... Yeah, it's such a crazy fucking thing. Also, it's probably just not even anywhere near ready. It, it sounds like it's probably just a last-minute thing. They've slapped together. Yeah. 
that's the news. That's all we put down. Um, did you see the Henry Cavill stuff yesterday? What was that today? In The Witcher. Yeah, that was everybody yesterday. lost their minds over great. that. Didn't look great, uh, but like, yeah, it's just a makeup test. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, um, it's a makeup test. I, I also the other thing that was kind of weird is that I don't know if like the people that are complaining have played the other Witcher games, but he didn't have a beard in any of those. And like, oh, well, they complaining about the beard. Yeah, they were like, oh, he doesn't have a beard. Oh. <laughs> like, where's his beard? It's like, all right, Oof. well, I'm, they're obviously going for what one? It's not based off of the fucking game; it's based off of the books. Um, but also, mm. like, the the last game was set at the end of an arc, and obviously, you got to have a beard at the end of the arc. So, just fucking wait. He'll grow a beard. Just chill. Word. Yeah. Preach it. All right, we've got a question. Let's do this question and let's wrap up. Sure. I'm hungry. Uh, Frisco writes in. Frisco, Frisco, Frisco. Are esports players doing enough to monetize their personal brand? Conversely, are esports, he's writing esports with a capital S every single time here and it's destroying me. Uh, conversely, are esports centric dev companies doing enough to allow the monetization of player brands in their games? For example, in Dota 2, on top of being able to trade and resell item sets on the Steam Marketplace, they can also be personalized with custom names and stat displays, which made me wonder why aren't pro Dota 2 players selling personalized items they use in tournaments. I could certainly see people being interested in buying the Ember Spirit set that Anna used to win TIA. That's an awesome question. Uh, are esports players doing enough to monetize their personal brand? No, categorically they are not. Uh, and are esports-centric dev companies doing enough to allow that monetization? In general, no, they aren't either. Um, yeah, I love the idea of, of players selling shit they used in tournaments. I reckon that's a fucking sick idea. Um, I reckon it, it had, like, provided it carried. I mean, it was in a game that had a long enough life. Sure. Like, I reckon that would fucking go amazingly, and... Yeah, like, you know, Valve could take a cut or Epic could take a cut if it was some Fortnite skin or some shit. And then, yeah, like, they could make that, like, the players could make money and, like, they could even auction it off and stuff. That'd be fucking awesome. Isn't Fortnite doing that now? Like, some sort of partnership program where you could put in a code and, like, for your favorite content creator and they get a cut of it? But that's, like... That's not this. This um, he's talking about like the jersey that LeBron wore when he oh, I thought you talking about like in-game items and stuff. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's he is talking about that, but like that's what like I I think that's what he's talking about. Like the Ember Spirit set that I know used to win two A. Yeah. Like <clears throat> yeah, Why not? and have a signed version. Like, like I know they were doing that at one stage where you could buy a set item and it'd be like this is signed by this player. And yeah, all you'd I ever know, get is some that. trash item, but that was back yeah. when they had crates and you'd open them or chests. Right. No, it's illegal. Uh, he continues Beyond in game transactions, I don't think there are nearly enough players outside of the top echelon of streamers making the most of their esports fame using their social media to promote things such as clothing brands and shaving cream and not just the latest Corsair RAM with RGB lighting. The problem with that. Oh, hang on. Maybe I'll finish reading. 
Um, perhaps team organizations could do more to encourage their players to be more active on their social media and or to pursue more individual sponsorships. And I think a lot of current esports games could implement more avenues for teams and players to generate more revenue for themselves like character and weapon skins a la Valve's esports titles. We'd like to hear your opinions on this and any speculations as to what you yourselves would shill if you were a professional gamer, Frisco, biting esports snake oil salesman. All right, so um, I think the problem with players doing it themselves is that they have uh, contracts with teams and the, and the teams dictate what they can and can't sell uh, until we get to a point where they are big enough to do, I guess, the ninja thing where he signs with one brand like Red Bull. Um, we're gonna, we're only gonna see mostly, um, like we're mostly gonna see influencers as like being streamers and the esports players who manage to, uh, also become influencers will have a large stream presence like, uh, like Trump, um, from Hearthstone or, um, those guys group and stuff like that you know I, I think we will we will be a fair way off but yeah, seeing that sort of stuff from uh more players players and teams because it is harder for them to sort of get that stuff going i do agree that they they should be uh shilling more than just uh computer stuff did you i don't know if you saw this luke but uh yesterday tainted minds hmm. uh the the team uh, the the esports organization sure. signed a deal with ribs and burgers, right? So that's a green burger. By ribs and burgers. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think they've got like a burger deal. I think they just signed uh, a I don't know some sort of deal. Uh, but yeah, we're seeing a lot more Maccas. We're seeing obviously Red Bull and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think that stuff's coming, but that's going to come from outside in more uh we're not seeing shaving cream because gillette hasn't yet gotten on board with esports but you know obviously what was that fucking robot that they had at the game awards do you remember the, the robot the fucking the, robot mascot yeah it was like chic wasn't it chicobot or something i don't know some something nuts it wasn't even that anyway, good can't remember uh, yeah Anyway, uh, but yeah, she could have gotten in on games before. They, they, I'm sure they will again. Uh, yeah, like it's it's going to happen. Actually, wasn't there like Black Ops Four shoes? I'm pretty sure they were. Um, PlayStation shoes. We need we need to get the next level, the next stage past that is um, is video game like team shoes, Cloud Nine shoes. Those would probably go well. Um, Gap shoes. Yeah. Gap shoes. Yeah. We're not allowed. Um, <laughs> so what would you shill if you were a professional gamer, Luke? Alcohol. There you go. Alcohol? I want to be Food. like Bill Murray. KFC. Bill Murray. Suntory. Suntory whiskey. You know how he does those Suntory whiskey ads? Bill Murray. Yeah, right. I'd do a Suntory whiskey ad. I imagine he'd get a lot of Yamazaki whiskey out of that. But yeah, KFC. I do KFC that's what I for sure. We shield. We would shield KFC so fucking. I'd change the show KFC if they just came to us. Oh my god! Yeah, we would be called the KFC Hour with your boys, KF Job and Luke C, <laughs> Colonel Job, Colonel Job. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm off for yeah. it. Let's do it. Where do I sign? Just bring it on. Um, yeah, we have to sit anyway. here and do a check- chicken challenge every every week. <laughs> Drats. Uh, I'm I'm well in. All right. Good question, Frisco. Uh, yeah, actually, really good points made as well. Uh, I, I love the idea of selling in-game items that were used by players. I reckon that'd be fucking sick, and it'd be, like there'd be a tangible element to it that would, I guess, increase in, in like value over time, which we haven't really seen with digital items thus far. So I reckon it's a really cool idea. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Cool. Whatever. Luke's not on board. Yep. That's it. I think that's it. That's it. No other questions. That is Emails? it. Emails? No. 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 All right. Let's wrap right. it up. Uh, the Gap. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Uh, you can search for it on The Gap or The GA Podcast. If you want to re- review the show, you can do that. It helps other people find it. Um, we appreciate that. And everybody can email us questions if they want to at our email address, the GA Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash GA Podcast, twitter.com slash GA Podcast. We also have a website, thegapodcast.com. It's got all the links we, we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. Um, you can also find us on our, on YouTube, youtube.com slash thegapodcast. I think that's the site, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, that's you it. You can like the videos or watch us talk about it on the screen, like right right there. Don't, don't do that. Break? Did it break? I don't know. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, last week we had footage of Red Dead Redemption playing while we were talking. Um, don't do that. That is scary. You're scaring everybody. Fine. Um, did you watch any of that footage? It was me being running around doing random shit for a while. Yeah, I watched all of that. You watched footage. all of it. You're insane. It was you talking the whole time as well. What? It was you were talking the whole time, almost. Oh, the okay. Time. During that footage. Because it was your, well, you know, you're the only one who played the game. It's garbage, honestly. I mean, the the podcast is at its best when I'm talking, <laughs> obviously, and it was not a lot of me talking. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're on video. You can go check that out. Uh, you can find us on. Did I say Discord? The gapodcast.com slash Discord. You can play games with with people on there. Playing um Black Ops last night, and I'm sure we'll be playing more of that. And Battlefield coming Once up. Red Dead's finished. Yep. Some Fallout. You can you can watch us download Fallout. We did that the other night. It was good. Otherwise, you can find us on. That's it, actually. Oh, the website. The website's up and running thanks to our Patreon people. If you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash GA podcast. Thank you, everyone that does it every month. Appreciate it. You're the best. Um, and that's it. That's the show. I think that's it. You got anything you want to spruik out? Uh, go read my interview with Spawn, uh, the, the comic uh, GM of uh, um, Order, Melbourne Order. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, go check that out. It's it. It's huge. It's a massive fucking interview, and it took me fucking forever. And it was supposed to go up before the, we recorded this podcast, and our stupid fucking CMS crashed on me. So, kill. Cool. What about you? What do you, uh, you can go to com. I have a bunch of Red Dead stuff that went up over the last week. Reviews, some guides about things are in there. So the thing was, in the actual like game, it tells you this is how much you've completed. And it was like, there are five shacks. And I was like, oh, there's only five fucking shacks in this game then. Because it was like one of five. And then you find another one. It's like two of five. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm noting down all these fucking shacks that I'm finding. 
Anyway, it turns out there's not five. There's like, it only tracks five. Oh. There's fucking heat. <laughs> like pretty much all of those things that you run into and he jots down a note or like it'll mark it on your map, your map that is like a shack. So I gave up on that. Um, oh. Because there wow. are fucking yeah. tons. If you see a fucking square on your minimap, just go to it. Too easy. Yeah, I easy, yeah. Easy. Every every time there's like something, but there are like hidden caves that aren't on the map. I've yet to find a fucking cave anywhere, um, but I know there are some because there are there are like carvings and oh sorry the one I found. oh I found a sick I, I found a sick one. Uh, it was a tunnel. I think you do a bounty at it. Maybe you go hunt a bounty at and, and the guy is like he surprises you when you're in the that cave. sounds fucking have you done terrible. that bounty no. Well, he surprises you, and uh, you have to take him back. I think you're supposed to capture him alive, which made things extra <laughs> difficult. You had to shoot the gun out of his hand. Um, oh, maybe I did. But I uh, there was a fucking dynamite plunger, and I blew open the cave, and that's where I found a fucking hat with a torch on it. I had a hat with a torch on no it. No idea. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, shit. See? Yeah. We'll, we'll do a spoiler cast one maybe next week once everyone's finished. Once we've finished. Yes. Uh, it's still fresh in our minds. Um, and then we'll go from yeah. there. We'll get Nate on. We're going to drink whiskey. He's all about it. That's right. Okay, that's it. Thanks everyone for. Bye! Bye.